to rationalize right now. At least it's not people. It's just dogs. Still eat them. Get in there, man. Get in there, Joe. Joe. You want to donate? Uh, I'll pass. I got I got five of them I'll out pa- there. I'll pass. Professional wrestling superstar, champion, entrepreneur, author, and show host. Feeds you more interviews, more stories, more information, and more laughs than ever before. <laughs> Conversation with the big guy, Ryback, with JD and Asian Joe, starts now. Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy, Ryback. I am the big guy, Ryback. Sitting here with Ryan Satin. We're going to start it off with the Wrestling Report, Pro Wrestling Sheets. Ryan Satin, what's going on, man? The Big Guys Wrestling Report with Ryan Satin. Brought to you by Pro Wrestling Sheet. Not much, dude. I've just uh, just been uh, busy working on uh, a whole bunch of things uh, in the office. I've been uh, preparing for the paper, there's a TNA pay-per-view tonight, or Impact pay-per-view tonight that i'm gonna be watching okay. i want I'm, I'm in the middle of watching the nwa pay-per-view from last night so uh just a busy weekend in general but uh i, I want to kick things off with my favorite story of the week just because it was so entertaining and that was your that was your ama this week i i <laughs> dude that was my maybe not the biggest story of the week but my favorite thing of the week because i go on reddit every day i can't help myself i'm a big reddit guy okay i don't I, I, I don't really comment on there because they they really don't like me on there for some reason. I don't reason. think they like anybody on there. They don't like yeah. themselves, so it's yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's a tough crowd to get over with. It's a very tough crowd to get over yeah. with. I didn't. I did like a uh, like a. I also tried to do an AMA once. Well, I did a real one and a bullshit one, and they were both rough. They're both uh, very really? rough. Yeah, they're they're just mean. Sometimes they're just mean. You know, there's some mean. Yeah. Well, they're, they're like little. They're gremlins in there. They're just gremlins. <laughs> I always say they're just, like, there's Gizmo, the friendly one. Those are the good wrestling fans. And then Spike and all the f-ing gremlins, those are the f-ing bullet heads that are I just... Think that's a fair... That's a fair... That's a, that's eating a fair chicken past sub- midnight, pouring water all over themselves. Just <laughs> just raising hell in there. That is the best way I could explain that crowd. Um, but I... Yeah, so I, I know how it goes to... Ha- well, you know, I will say for this, for my AMA thing, that I, they were pretty nice. It's just after the fact. It's always like, what well, do we have that piece of here like he sucks blah 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 right and so uh i've become more of a lurker on reddit than anything yeah. so i i started seeing people say like i started seeing people say oh ryback did a uh, ask me anything ama and i was like oh i should go check that out you know and it was pinned at the top and i go i open it and for those of you who, who maybe didn't see who don't know anything about reddit um i certainly the, didn't <laughs> usually <laughs> the way these amas work is like it's a picture like a message board or similar to Twitter threads, something like that, where like someone asks a question and uh, then the celebrity usually responds. Now, normally, actually, Ryback, you, you, I don't know if you know this, a lot of celebrities or you know people like yourself don't do the AMA themselves normally. A lot of times they're talking to like a moderator and the moderator passes questions along. They did ask me if I wanted to do that and I go, no, I'll just do it directly because I could probably answer quick answer the questions quicker and then I had no contact with them. They just said, download the app, make an account, make a post. We'll put it live like 20 minutes before. I had no contact with them after this 
And then I'm like, I'm going to answer as many questions as I possibly can while eating my sushi, thinking I'm doing a good service. Like, I want to answer as many questions, even the, like the stupid ones, all the way through. And I was hitting reply on some, but it was mostly oh, comments. Okay, wait, wait, okay. There were a few replies in there. If you go back and check it out, like it wasn't straight all comments. I just assumed the well, comments attached to the question. You figured it out eventually because I did finally. About there 50 some... minutes in when I refreshed the page and yeah, it was. Uh, but, the way, but the way like Reddit works also for those of you who don't know is like the the, the, the default way of looking at it is like uh, based on upvotes. So like the things that are that are the most liked to get upvoted, the things that are the most disliked get downvoted. Yeah. And and so um, normally it's like the question gets upvoted and then there's an answer and the question gets up or the answer gets upvoted too. But I click into the AMA to go read it and it's just, <laughs> it's just like every single thing that had been up, that had been upvoted is just Ryback's answers to everything <laughs> and there's no context. To, to any of the questions so like it's just like it's like playing like a mystery puzzle of like what is ryback answering and of course it's reddit so the very the, the most <laughs> upvoted thing on there is the top so the top answer that everyone's most excited about is just all it says with zero context it just says sponge daddy <laughs> and i was dying i was just like oh my god this reddit this ama is already going off to a great start it and was... i just read all them trying to figure out what the questions are. I really couldn't figure out what most of the questions were. By the time all that started and probably all the replies it started getting, it was going to be impossible to find the questions. I had a guy actually go back and organize it all for me and like he he put it out that so people had like understood what was going on. That sponge daddy in that question again was uh, what's one invention like I, I wish I'd invented or something along the lines of that. Oh my god, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, and uh so I answered, I, I, no hesitation, Ryan, Sponge Daddy, Scrub Daddy, that guy. Yeah, well, Sponge Daddy's uh, uh, one of their other products. And I just thought that was the funnier answer. Just, but it was, I don't know why, just Sponge Daddy. And uh, the guy, the guy's a millionaire, that multi-millionaire, probably approaching a billionaire by just recreating a smiling sponge. So it's. Oh, yeah, that guy is so rich. I watched Shark Tank. That guy. He's my hero. Came from. Oh, that guy made. Is one of the most successful products in all of Shark Tank history. And it's the most simple thing in the entire. It's a sponge. It's a sponge. He's, I mean, it worked, to, me, to his credit, it. Do you use this the Scrub Daddy? I, yeah, I actually got to go buy a new one. They do work really well. Yeah, they like, last. Better, they're good for about two months using them all the time. I find, and oh, then yeah. that smile turns to a frown pretty quickly. But it's. Well, it depends on what you're using it on, but they have all sorts of different ones too. Oh man, they're great. I'm 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 fully with you. Yeah. If people would truly being... appreciate that, I took my time to answer some of the dumb questions. I feel like that's the thing that's going missed, and why I did find out that I that that is a common uh, the mess ups and AMAs are quite common, I guess. But I don't. I just assumed that if you click on the question, that the comment it, it would just have the the question nearby the comment somehow. I don't know so why. Were you not clicking reply to each question? No, I just did it. I would do it on some, and I, I was, Ryan, I literally could care less about any of this. I downloaded the app, and I'm just, my main focus was on the sushi, and then I was just like, and my server kept coming over. I'm like, I'm busy, I'm busy, and I'm just like, I just saw the comment button and the reply button, and I was just kind of going back and forth, just assuming, because I clicked on each question, so I wasn't just thinking I was just commenting in open air. 
And then I wanted to get through. I went through everything all the way down. The people that had posted, like it, I, all the ones that were there, I just kept going in order all the way through. And then I hit refresh like 45, 50 minutes in. And I'm sitting there, I go, because I see people are talking. And I go, oh boy, that caught. And I, I started seeing, I was like, okay, they got me. It's, uh, this is going to, they're going to run with this. And they did. But uh, the. Have you ever. Have you ever heard of the the AMA that Woody Harrelson did? No. Oh, it's one of the best. Oh man, I if I'm gonna send you a link after because it's too much to explain on here. But just know if you're frustrated about your AMA, just know that it can never get worse than Woody Harrelson's AMA to promote Rampart. He it's his, like a movie he did and. It's the most notorious AMA of all time because it just went terribly of so many mean questions <laughs> and him him trying just to promote his – like, oh, no, I'm not going to answer that. I'm just here to promote my movie Rampart. And it's just going – and just like the, the, the whole – it's like the whole – all of Reddit turned on Woody Harrelson in this in this AMA. It's one of the funniest things that ever happened on, on Reddit. Uh, I, I suggest if you if you're listening to this and you have not heard of Woody Harrelson's Rampart AMA, just go look it up. It's one of the funniest things ever. I, I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, uh, no, those to- uh, I was I saw that they, they were saying that the I did them when I opened my Twitter after because the Reddit people or whoever asked me to do that if I would want to do one, I said yeah. And then I went back in and looked at my messages afterwards, and there was early on they did try to tell me they're like hey hey hit the reply button. And uh, I just didn't get to get to it because I was answering questions, trying to do them all. And then the the other popular answer that a lot of people were confused on, I saw was uh, it was would I rather fight a group of third graders or a bear with shark arms? And it was the third. I said the third graders, as long as I don't have to lick white dog after something like that, which was a okay. stepbrothers reference. From Obviously, they, but if you just read the thing, it, it look you're just like, what the hell is Ryback talking about? Which is on a lot of that. So those were the two the two most confusing answers. I feel like the rest you could piece together. So yeah. glad we got that cleared up. And yeah, I'm glad we got that cleared up as well. Uh, hopefully, I, if you ever do one of those again, it'll be it'll be more succinct this I time. I feel like I'll just do that all over again. Just I wish I debated. Like I I can't lie. When it happened, my first instinct was, oh, just say you did it on purpose, just to mess with them. But I was like, no, then I'm lying, and then I'm then I'm doing exactly what they think I am. I was like, I can't lie. I'm, I'm, I, they hate me because I'm too honest. And they think I'm so honest, they think I'm a liar. That's, and so that just fits in. I was like, if I lie on this, then I just fit. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm no better than them. So I just came clean. Like, yeah, I didn't. I don't use Reddit. Clearly, you know, I don't use Reddit now. So it is. It, I will admit, it is confusing to use at first. Like, I have friends who have been on the internet for. A very long time that are like yeah. my age, but they're just like no, not not trying it. That was not my first time, literally on the platform outside of seeing like a thread, like somebody sends me or something or something. And then I had the app, and then I took it off right after. I was like, I don't need to look at this anymore. It's really good for news gathering because if you you know if you think about it, and like let's say I'm like one or two people working on my website, yeah, um, there's people sharing news stories on Reddit all day long. I'm so sure it's, it's like, a great thing it, for that. Like it is, so it helps me if like. You know, it's almost like I have a million people working for me because it's like they're just posting the most relevant content on there, and you just yeah. like, oh, cool, yeah. So it is helpful. It's very helpful. Uh, hopefully, you should cruise around on there a little more in the future. There's some good stuff on there. There's Sometimes, a lot of good people on there. There was actually a lot of good questions and stuff. So I, I mean, it's 
there's good with bad on any any platform. So yeah. it, I didn't know the history. I had no idea about those AMAs. I've n- I never, dude. I'm so out of tune with a lot of. I no, I'd never even heard of it. Like I didn't even. And then they asked me. I was like, yeah, sure. It's like answering questions on Twitter. And then, man, it's just a different crowd in there. On the, they, oh, they, that, they're that, just that lurking, piranhas waiting for that next AMA victim. But and that third grader one that is like a, such a classic type of uh, a classic type of Reddit question. It's like they, I love those ones. Like it's always like how big Batista's did. I almost answered that too. I but I was like, because uh, that always they, yeah. They always ask that one, which I don't know reason. the answer to. Just I was gonna make up something, but should probably <laughs> clarify that on here. <laughs> Wait, without any spoilers, did you say did you see Endgame yet? Since Batista got brought up. No, I have not seen that. Ooh. Are you Good. a Marvel movie guy? Uh, I will watch some here and there. I'm not like hardcore though, but like it's, I will uh, occasionally. I'm interested, to, you know, because I'm so diehard about seeing all of them. I'm, I always wonder, you know, f- from someone who has to, who looks at them as standalone films as opposed to like an 11 year arc. I oh, okay. Wonder- if it's as good for them as it was for me. So I, I'm interested to hear your thoughts once you do see it. I'm too positive, man, on movies. I usually find enjoyment on almost any movie I go and see. I, I rarely, I think there's only one movie my entire life I've gone and seen where I was upset, and that was Open Water, because it got built up as Jaws. It was like, a, it, I thought it was going to be a Jaws-type movie, and it like the ending was really bad, and I remember leaving, I was like, man, I wish I could get my money back for that. Like, it was the only time I've ever been disappointed in a movie, so... Don't, yeah, don't I, watch Open I've, Water. I've only had a handful of movies I've hated too. Like I really, I'm usually pretty, pretty positive on movies myself. So I'm not. I wouldn't I be a good movie reviewer because I know I would like people. I, I'm just. I would like look for the positives of what I like, and then it's just. If that's the case, you should go see it then because okay. there's some badass stuff that goes down in it. Really? Let's get into the meat of the wrestling news this week. Let's start off with uh, what's probably the biggest story of the week, and that is um, that that's Undertaker. And Kurt Angle as well being pulled from StarCast. Uh, I saw you kind of talking about this, I think, on yes. social media already. Um, basically, for those of you who didn't see the story, uh, Undertaker had been scheduled to do StarCast, to do uh, a meet-and-greet type thing, as well as a stage show, it seemed. Uh, but that did not happen. Uh, shortly after they sent him the deposit, sent him the deposit and made the announcement they were contacted by Undertaker's management team who told uh, Conrad and StarCast that he was no longer going to be able to do it, that WWE said he was not allowed to do it anymore. Uh, and as much as they tried, they said, nope, WWE's not going to let it happen. And Kurt Angle and Undertaker in that interim both signed new deals with WWE, which super allowed the company to put the kibosh on the whole thing. And because of that, they're not going to be there uh, Conrad tried to get a replacement. They claimed that they were going to, you know, help, you know, find a suitable replacement, but, uh, they were told that they couldn't get anyone on the main roster. They tried Shawn Michaels, but that ended up not happening because of the close proximity of AEW and W or yeah. AEW and, and Starcast. And so right now, uh, basically they're not going to have anyone of that stature from WWE replacing him after all, uh, right back. what do you think about all this? No, it's no surprise. That's uh, they're very controlling, and they're not gonna. It's just odd that they like Undertaker. That was all agreed upon, and the guy because was he not under a deal then at all? So it seemed uh, as though the deal I, either 
Or did they give him a new deal where... They gave him a new deal, but it seemed like he was under the impression... It seemed like when he was under the impression that when he finished his Saudi Arabia thing, that his deal allowed him to do outside appearances. And so he started booking booking outside appearances for like 25 grand an hour or something like that. And so um, I think when he started doing that, WWE felt like it was maybe taking some of the mystique away and they were like, you know what? We like that. He, cause he still hasn't, you know, broken kayfabe in WWE to do those kinds of things that he was doing outside the company. And so yeah. I think, yeah, they, they locked him down to a, a more firm deal that, 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 that wouldn't allow him to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause once you open those floodgates, I think again, like there's, he's going to have a whole run doing that eventually. Like when his career is truly done, like that he will be able to do very well. I mean, for a long time, doing all that and answering the questions that people want answered. It's a, in WWE, you know, at this stage of the game, probably we still want to get some appearances out of him. And like you said, keep the mystique alive. But it's just it's such a control thing with them. And it's uh, I get it from a competition standpoint, not wanting them to go work for the competition and whatnot. So as long as they got compensated, you know, fairly for what they, for staying there and whatnot, I don't know the details of all that which I would imagine with those two, they were for them to turn it down because I feel like Undertaker especially would be very firm if he knows he has a good payday and he's not really under you know contractual obligation to WWE, you know, that he probably got them to pull the trigger on something and, and whatnot. And he could have that could have been a play on his part too. You go through with it and put pressure on them to get you a better – he probably got a hell of a deal out of it. He's not – I honestly believe that's that, – that... All along, this Undertaker was was trying to negotiate a better deal for himself. He was posting stuff saying he was posting stuff saying like I'll be done when I'm when I say I'm done. And yeah. like you know he was uh, did that one interview with that pastor where he was like you know I'm gonna be smarter with my bookings in 2019 where I wrestle. And so clearly it was like trying to make it known that he still was gonna wrestle. And it's like well if you're not under contract with WWE, where are you gonna wrestle? There's only one competitor right now. Well. I shouldn't. There's only one competitor right now, but you know what I mean. Yeah. There's one that's nipping at your heels right now, and so, um, you know, whether their show has been announced or not, uh, it's they're still nipping at their heels, and so I think that, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, I honestly believe from the bottom of my heart, I feel like it was always a negotiation tactic. I think that Undertaker was doing this all to get a better deal. That's why, you know. He maybe even, you know, I wouldn't Conrad. You know, he did like a trademark for, I think it was like dead man talking or something like that. And it was all, I honestly believe that like if Conrad wasn't in on it, which I don't think he was, then Undertaker was playing him a little bit. It feels could have been one. Like I said, he's a smart businessman and all that. And it's just those two, I'm sure, like I said, they, they probably got great deals out of it. So they're not going to miss anything financially. It's just weird. Like this is one of those rare cases though, where AEW is, is, this is again, it's star cast. It's not supposed to technically, because they have all these AEW guys there. Well, people, yeah, but they're also having AEW. They're, they're also having there. a lot of other non AEW things there. I think it, it's 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 petty on their part to to control stuff like that because again, it's independent contractors, and I don't know what kind of contracts under Undertaker could be like on the Cena deal, where he's on the employee deal, or what there because there's certain guys they give employee contracts to, and whatnot. So. It is, is uh, Cena considered a straight up employee? I, from I don't think he was for the longest time, but I, that was always the rumor that he was interesting. But again, that's just me. I can't. That's rumor. 
that I have no facts to back that up. I can't say that is 100% truth yeah. or anything. That's interesting, though. I, I didn't know that. That's crazy. There right? was somebody, there was a rumor with a big name that failed a drug test when they came back, actually. And uh, they actually ripped up the contract and signed up as an employee, then yet he wasn't subjected to the drug testing. That was always, uh, that was, a, swear to God, that was that was a thing that happened one time. And uh, I won't I won't say anything else on it. But that again, that's what we all heard is talent. Also, the, the employees aren't subjected to drug tests like no. that. Like even if they're arrested, like even if they're on camera or anything like that. No, there's a different. It's a different. There's there's all these weird things there that they they go through. Like it's uh, they put out that statement saying that they allowed Brock to do steroids, and it was like, wait, what? Like that was crazy. I remember. I don't even know. See, but there's the see WWE though. The Brock thing has the therapeutic use exemption, where you're allowed to be on testosterone replacement therapy, which is monitored by a board certified endocrinologist, and you have to be in the normal levels for your testosterone. Like it's usually mid normal, and if you test out of that. There's, there's all these weird rules that because I'd heard of talent testing over the testosterone ratio, but they had a, a TRT exemption, and then they have to do an immediate retest to make sure that it was just like an accidental thing or whatever. But you shouldn't even be testing over if you're on TRT at all. But but UFC, from what I understand, doesn't allow their fighters to even use TRT, the testosterone replacement therapy. So Brock could have just been on TRT. Also, and been on Clomid and all that through WWE and been 100%. That's not that's not using steroids. That is actually a, a hormonal replacement therapy. Where well, it, well, I guess I guess what I mean is more so because they put out a statement in 2016 when he failed uh, UFC drug tests. Yeah, and they said WWE's talent wellness program does not apply to part-time performers such as Brock Lesnar. Which so, is that is crazy. I remember that did come out, and everyone was that was really odd. That saying he's not I drug remember, tested. I like, yeah, I just remember like what? <laughs> but wait, Brock Lesnar doesn't get drug tested. Brock like, Lesnar. Well, I can tell you right now, Brock Lesnar was a skinny kid. Brock Lesnar is not a big guy, if, probably on most accounts, as far as what he is. I yeah. could say that pretty firmly. Like it's, it's because uh, if you look how his body fluctuates at different periods and stuff, it's very, it is what it is. He got away with like with. Like, they don't – it's just crazy. The, 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 there's not a level playing field there on all guys. Like I said, like I said, the guy that came back that popped on a drug test and then they just ripped up his contract and made him an employee for the match. Like it was it, – it's nuts, the things that go on. <laughs> and it's just like it's what do you – that's why I was saying there's no union. There's no – that was my whole thing with my post on those guys. Again, like we're having a union and having protection for the wrestlers, it would prevent them from abusing their power and just doing whatever the hell they want whenever they want. And it's and then nobody can it's just nobody could do anything about it. So I feel like this one was less of abuse of power and more. I'll be honest. I feel yeah. like this one was a smart business decision on my in my opinion because no, it's like yeah. there are millions of Undertaker fans who are maybe not aware of AEW and Undertaker does not do a lot of uh, yeah. meet and greet type things, especially like stage show type things. And there are people who would have flown to Vegas just for that. Absolutely. No, you're right. Yeah. I agree with you too, from this particular standpoint on this individual case with those two, but it's just an example that happens. This happens to a lot of lesser talent on different things where they're not allowed opportunities. They're taken away that people don't hear about and whatnot. So that was kind of my point with all of that, but it's just, it's, there's no way to ever control or know what's going on because they, 
they don't uh, they don't answer to anybody. So that's no, that's very true. And speaking of Starcast, uh, Dean Malenko yeah. quit WWE this week. Quit Dean Malenko. He pieced out on WWE. He's been there forever. I. I, in my headline, I of course I messed up a little bit. It was he was a backstage producer, or sorry, backstage agent, right? For yep. for eight years, uh, but he worked behind the scenes for a very long time, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he is officially no longer in WWE. I have not been able to figure out or find out uh, what what was the reason, uh, but I do know that he's officially gone. And then like the next day, he was also announced for StarCast as one of the people who's going to be appearing there. Uh, so now, obviously, there's going to be rumors of backstage uh, agent work for AEW. Uh, that really hasn't been said who they have behind the scenes yet. But, uh, yeah, what'd you, what you you obviously have worked with Dima Lenko. Yep. What, how is he behind the scenes? You know, was he is, is that is that going to be a loss to them? Like, what are you what are you thinking about? Uh, well, his health is, was really bad there. And it took a turn for the worse because that, that place stresses all those guys. Those guys have the hardest job in the world, having to answer to Vince and then relay information. And like, they, I could tell you, those producers there, or some, like like Arn Malenko and some others, were very frustrated at times because nothing makes sense, and they got to just do what they're told. And it just becomes a paycheck on their end too of just get through the day. Then a lot of times it was like, just don't do anything. They want you to play it safe. They don't want you to do anything that they're going to get in trouble for. Because if something goes wrong in the match, who do you think it falls on? It goes back to the producers. And like it's, they're in a really, really tough spot. And it's, I think it's actually very telling that he, the next day, is signed on for StarCast, which tells me that if he quit, that that was premeditated. And I just see Double A starting to recruit some of his buddies from WWE, <laughs> sending out feelers. And, uh, but like that's just I feel like that's something he knew if he was quitting he had a place to go, essentially because he has a family and whatnot and those guys they don't make, they're not like killing it, on the no. road and stuff and I, I think they do well but I, they're not not for the not for the jobs they do certainly no and not um, like not like a producer in uh, Hollywood makes and no. stuff like that to a certain you know but they're traveling so much and stuff too. Huge uh, pickup for AEW if he goes there and I think that those are the guys. Guys like him, Double A, getting those kind of guys in there for that group of talent pool that they have to instill some psychology into the guys because the athleticism is there. These guys need to get that old school psychology in them because it's a balance. There's new school and old school, and there's kind of a happy medium to storytelling in there because everything kind of evolves and changes. But again, a lot of these guys don't have exposure to that, and I think Ricky Steamboat would be another great one because the, the, the things that they instill in you will last forever in storytelling and psychology. And then you can pick, it's where it's not, you just don't do move, 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 move. You still do the moves, but you fill it in with the right stuff. That you know, it, Those are the guys that can get that out of you. Because those guys, you go back and watch their matches, they had they all, great psychology. And Dean, they could do anything, all those guys back then. But it was different than what people are doing today. And I think they could help instill that into them. And I think Co- Cody's, Cody fully knows this, by the way, because Cody was in the system and around them. He is going to pick and choose probably the guys that he liked the best from WWE or let them Obviously. that, you know, when their contracts are up or if they need a place to go, they're going to be welcome. And they got the money to do it. They can give them either equal money, probably for a lesser schedule or, you know, similar in the vicinity. And it's just a fresh start and not dealing with Vince. That's the other thing. When you're when you treat human beings bad, people and this this isn't a shock. You see the people that are leaving. 
He treats human beings bad from top to bottom. From his writing staff all the way down, they treat people like he has just, it's, it is what it is. That's the company, that's the environment he breeds. People are going to, now that they have a place to go, they are going to f***ing run for the hills in no time. Watch. There's going to be many more people, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I think so too. I mean, it, it feels like there's a different person every week quitting WWE. and I People, people making go, really good money too. Yeah, it's, and I got someone to, you know, I had someone tell me, oh, it's so short-sighted of you to say that it's uh, it, 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 to paint a negative picture of what it's like backstage. And I'm like, of course it's negative backstage. Like, are you not seeing how many people are leaving high-paying jobs, you know, like yeah. you know, have families? People that have families are asking someone to stop paying them money. That takes a lot. That's not That like you always wanted to do money. your whole life. And it's, yeah. again, but these people, this is, Ryan, one of the things. I've been there. I've experienced it. I was with that company my whole adult life since I was 22. These people think they know better than me. And I just laugh. I, they, these, they, they don't know anything. They have no idea. But they, a lot of these people put WWE on a pedestal for whatever reason. And it's just, it's like, and then if you leave, like, I walked away. And there's still people to this day, oh, you were fired. You were no good. They just can't process facts. And they, they was like, how are you from your couch going to tell me what is going on when I've spent my entire life there? Yeah, no. And totally. there's all this stuff going on, only confirming everything I've always said. And it, but these, they're always gonna, you know, there's just people like that that just they exist. There's another thing with Dean Malenko and AEW, if that were to become a thing, uh, that I think would be valuable in using him, and that's, you know, Dean Malenko was a small dude, but I never, you know, as much as I love Dean Malenko, I never, as as small as he is. He always seemed intimidating as hell. Just intimidating yep. as hell. I agree. That he he came across as a guy who was didn't matter what size he was. He was gonna beat you up. He was like Benoit to me. Very much so. They, yeah. they were like, you know, but he was even smaller than Benoit. Yeah, he I was. remember. Yeah, yep. He was like a small but he was like pack tight. Stocky. And he had just like stocky and he had cool he was like he was gonna twist you up or he was gonna beat you in some way, no matter what. I mean, he was cruiserweight champion so many times, and yeah. I remember and I remember, you know, or I feel like, um, you know, looking at AEW's roster, they're going to have really small guys that need to present themselves as bigger than they are. They're, they're going to yeah. have to feel bigger than they are. And so um, I think having a guy like Dean Malenko around to give advice to help uh, mold that young talent, who are also going to have to mix up with bigger dudes as well that are going to be coming through the promotion, I think that value that would be valuable knowledge for, for AEW to have behind the scenes. I agree. And I when I was younger, he was actually I, – I really, really liked him a lot. And from everything from his music in WCW to the way he presented himself. and Because uh, I always liked – I liked the characters and the bigger guys. and But I also liked all the really great workers. that, But not all of them. There were some that I thought were boring. And others, but then there were just others that were different. And like I always liked Benoit. It was because I didn't know it at the time, but it was he was just so believable that I just believed he was a badass dude. Malenko comes across like that too when back in the day and, and whatnot, especially in WCW and the matches he was putting together with those cruiserweights and whatnot. It was just he will be a great acquisition for them. And that WWE, no doubt, is now starting to get worried. Because they if they have weren't to. Yeah. It's well, they know the environment they've created. And then the, the one thing they try to do is then throw a little more money. I'm telling you, when you're unhappy, there's no amount of money that really, with that environment, it's just, it, it's that schedule too. And that's, that's another thing, AEW. I saw they said, uh, Tony Khan said he doesn't believe you need to be on the road five or six days a week to be, yep. and you don't. 
That's another thing that people need to understand. Read Bob Backlund's book. Bob, great guy. Doesn't talk bad about anyone. He talks in that book, though. You can just tell the tone that when Vince Jr. took over the company from Vince Sr. started kind of taking over, the talent went from being booked from one show to like two or three shows a day sometimes. And Bob started noticing it becoming more like a circus act where he was kind of treating them like cattle. And it's like... Uh, that's what Vince has done with it. Humans are not meant, that's not what, that's why when people blame these deaths and these things, it's because of this environment that he's created by keeping people on the road. You're not supposed to be on the road like that, doing that phys in that physical manner every day for till you fall off. Like literally your only time off is when you get hurt. Think about that. Like, that was crazy. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you just keep going until you get hurt. And then we can just get rid of you if we want. Cause you're piece worse. And worse, they get so deep into people's heads that there are people who work injured because they don't want to get off the road. Yeah, because you're scared because you don't because there's no trust because they get. Yeah. I got fired when I was injured. I got the I got the paperwork firing me when I had a broke my ankle was all I couldn't walk. Like it's they have it is a, such a after their mistakes. Like this is the this is why I tell people they're it's like this fire inside of me because you could just see how they are and like there's business and there's just like, and there's doing good business and they just, they do all the wrong things and then, but they pay a few guys really well. And then it kind of just, that's it, you know, and everyone kind of hangs on hoping they'll end up being one of those guys, which is why guys don't say anything. And they say really good things in the interviews. I've been there. You say the good things cause you want to get on Vince's good side. So you make enough money to get the out of there eventually. And it's just like, I was lucky enough to make enough to where I was like, okay, I can get, out of here. A lot of guys don't though, and they got to hang on. They got families where they constantly need the money. They're still they're not living like they might have a nice life, but they the the amount by the time you have two or three kids and you have a wife and you got you know a house and bills, like those paydays are very. If you're not on every pay per view and have good merchandise, like it's not great. After you account taxes and traveling expenses, people that's the other you're on the road four or five days a week, like it's. Just imagine, like, go to the airport and look at airport prices. Being in airports multiple times a week and having to eat and travel and go eat out. Like, go eat out three times a day and see what your bill. I just planned two trips and it was awful. Yeah, like I had to do one to WrestleMania and and then one other trip with my girlfriend. Just the planning part is awful. I couldn't yeah. imagine that. But that's what it, it, it. There's a lot. That's why, and I say that with no union or nobody holding them accountable. They get away just paying guys whatever they want, and you can't ask questions. You can, if you do, they just, well, we'll just put an NXT guy up here. You're fired. It's like, it's a really evil system they've, they've gotten away with for too long. And it, all it is is just, let's, let's just create some structure here, guys. Let's just treat the talent a little better, have some rules in place, and every, everybody wins. There's no, no wrong with it, but. They fired one writer after only a month. Like, maybe even less than that, like a couple of weeks. And they were just like, Those writers get it. treated really bad, man. I've seen it's crazy. So here's the deal with the writers too. They they hire people that aren't wrestling fans sometimes, but they prefer you probably be a wrestling fan or have an idea of wrestling when you come in. But if you do, then they almost like they almost treat you worse. Like they it's like, almost like the wrestlers that love wrestling, they treat worse because they know they can. But they talk down to some of these writers what you mark. Like if they I've seen it. Like it, it's crazy. And it's just like, what is the environment we're like we're creating here? It's not. A, it's not a family. It's not. It's really, and it's just like this evil dictatorship that just with these weird rules. And I feel bad those writers, man. They like they they. It's not their fault. Everything is Vince's fault. 
at 100%. Yeah. Like anything that people don't, it's all Vince's fault. One, like all of it. It's not even, there's no, nobody, because those guys come up with great ideas a lot of times. Yep. And then yep. the, a lot of them will string together and have it make sense. Vince rips it up. That's why I said you paint a nice picture. For, Ryan, paint me a nice picture, please. And you take all day and you paint me this beautiful picture. And you, you go, here, what do you think, boss? And I rip it up and I go, do it again. And then, like, you're going like, to be a little less enthusiastic on that next picture. And it, it, this is what happens up there with their ideas. And then eventually they're just spitting things out. Whatever the f*** he likes, just f- like it and shut the f- up. That's what's going on for everyone to understand. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and lastly here, uh, let's get to the last thing that I have on my list. And that's Bray Wyatt returning ah. to Monday Night Raw in the Firefly Funhouse. Uh, did you see this video? I did, yes. What you, What'd you think of it? Uh, different. And uh, it'll be, I think it, it's, so I think it's good in the sense that um, it was outside the box and it still was creepy in a way, is, is even though it was a, it was a way to add a different layer to the Bray uh, Wyatt character, maybe. And I think it's too early to say because we got to see what they do with it, if that makes Fair. sense. No, yeah, totally. I think it's a way to get Bray people talking about Bray, and we don't know. Like, I came out of that with, like, what's going on? So I, want, well, I as a fan, would want to see what they're going to do next with that and stuff. So Yeah, me too. I, I feel like... Uh, fair to say that it's that you know to 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 hold uh, to reserve judgment, um, but I you know one of the things I liked about it the most was that it felt very layered. It felt like there's a lot going on, and we don't normally get complex videos like that where you're like looking for clues and things and trying to figure out what it means. Most yeah. of the time, it's very cut and paste. Uh, very you know, it's very very simple so children can understand it. Uh, there's a rumor out there that stockholders complained uh, about the about the fun house and how uh, it was a little too dark uh, and with, with children watching and stuff like that. I don't know if it's true, um, but I hope it's not. I hope I'm glad those stockholders brought up all like the the wrestlers union and taking care of everyone. I'm glad that's that that was their main problem of storyline. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like this is. It's, I'm glad they don't get how the talent are being treated, but okay. No, 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 no. It's just if kids, it's just if kids are gonna get messed up or not. Not, not if adults. Yeah, they, get yeah, up or not. yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sure there has to be some, uh, you know, some blowback from investors and stuff. Although, the stock did not really take a hit too much after that John Oliver stuff. Unfortunately, no, no. It took a hit on what it took. It, it went down though the other day. Like 16. it went down the other day because there was a the, the the whatever it's called the 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 I forget which quarter it was, but basically the quarter one. I think it was out. wait was it quarter one results? There came what back? month are we in? Yeah, quarter one. Yeah, For yeah, them, quarter yeah. one because we're in April. Uh, and they were they had lost money in certain in, in different categories or whatever. Uh, obviously it's because they didn't have. Uh, another Saudi show to supplement that, so it looked a little different than how much they had made. Last those shows—they're making a lot of money on those shows. So yes, very much so. Yeah. And so when they do another, it'll 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 fix that. that yeah, uh, you know, amount down so quarter really for them. That, it, they'll actually—I would—I've heard they're actually going to try to run. Like I'm, I wouldn't be shocked if they don't try to do that every quarter because where they run a big live event network special because it supplements all the their because their live attendance and everything is down. Those shows get included into those numbers, from what I understand, and it boosts everything up to where it makes everything look really good on paper. It's just so silly to have as many live events as they do. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. I know that's the partly the point, but like, 
there's times when it's like at the same time as Raw, there's a live event for yeah. SmackDown, and you're like, what? Who is? What? Come on, of course you're not gonna have a lot of people there. And I know you're still gonna make money on different stuff there, so it doesn't really matter. It's not as special anymore. It's just too much. And it's, too much. Yeah. It's too much. Uh, the live events they were down on. The other thing they were down on was merchandise, and I was going hard on this on social media because I have noticed such a downgrade in WWE's merch over the past couple of years. Really? It's just gotten, it's just gotten so bad. I used to buy I used to buy so much merch from WWE, and I know I'm wearing a Hardy Boys shirt as we say this, but like I used to buy lots of merch. This is one of the homage shirts, and their shirts are awesome for okay. WWE. But the WWE, just their shirts, uh, they're bad, dude. I mean, I, I know that they've done it for a long time, but, like, I just think, you know, the logo on the back is not, not something that everybody always wants. And the tags, just in general, the the, the type of shirt they use is, feels, like, real hard and, and not that. Well, they mass, They probably, they've switched. And they, they All they care about on those things is just numbers, and they just get the, the cheapest number they can. Like I said, the rates... I I want to say for a thirty dollars shirt they're getting twenty, whatever the shirt the shirt cost is is minimal for them. They're making the majority of the talent make like under a dollar a shirt, and they're making the rest. It's, That's crazy. Yeah, so they make like around twenty, and the talent makes a dollar on it's it. It's selling crazy. Like the it, the ratios are all screwed up on it. Like That's it, crazy. it's yeah, it's not what you. But they all they're looking at is finding the cheapest decent shirt possible to mass to buy in mass quantities, which they do and. They're not looking at like quality or anything like that. It's, they might that might be part of it, but it's not their number one thing. They're not like, well, what's the best shirt? Well, what's an okay shirt that people might not complain about that we can get for the cheapest? It's just everything, obviously, with a business like that. They're just looking at the big numbers, but it's uh, man. The I think though the Bray Wyatt thing, just to get back to that for you, I think they are. Um, it's a way to add layers to his character, and I think sometimes with him, he's a very creative individual. And again, he's kind of like you hear he's like the Undertaker of today of a different way, kind of like. And I think it's just, you know, Undertaker did different things in his career. And did I think this is a way for him to still be Bray Wyatt and be creepy, but maybe it's just a little different than what we've seen in the past. And he could always go back to being the, uh, the old Bray Wyatt. Well, I think, you know, and this is just my speculation, but there's, there's this one moment in, uh, in the video where, he says something, and there's like this quick flash, and it's like an updated version of the old Bray Wyatt. It's when he has the the glove. It, it's a flash, and it's the gloves over his face. Yep. And one glove says hurt, one glove says heal, and it looks like an like that. It's almost like he's gonna be Freddy Krueger like, where he's yeah. kind of got like an updated look in that. I have a feeling it's building up to where we're gonna. This show we're watching is not what it seems and he's torturing yeah. all these people and we're going to find this we're going to we're going to learn who this new Bray Wyatt is and it's not as happy as it seems but it's you know I'm interested to see where it goes for sure yeah also you know you mentioned the the merch stuff and I found that stuff you were saying on uh social media about access to be really interesting so yeah. you guys don't the, the wrestlers don't get paid at all for access no and I actually somebody emailed me and said that Mike Johnson of whatever the pro wrestling insider said that talent gets paid $2,500 per access appearance. And I said, no, we don't. And I, we've never did. And I, I messaged a few people that were there this year. Nobody's been, they don't get paid anything. So I'm like, this guy, whoever he talks to, somebody probably told him that just to get him off their hair. And like, he believes it. It's like, how are you going to tell the, never once have we been paid. And the problem people, 
It's not that the wrestlers don't want to do free meet and greets. It's because the company is charging admission for all the tickets. They charge admission for VIP meet and greets. I've done the VIP my first year. I did multiple VIP um, things where they charge the fans, I believe, for those. And then it's... They do. For yeah. the VIP ones, I think. Well, you yeah. have to pay to get in. Yeah, and then they're but they're they get you pay to get in, and then you can go in any line for the wrestlers, and then they have the yeah. VIP meet and greets, the okay. ones and those ones I believe, and don't don't quote me on this, but I'm almost positive they charge extra for because what would decide if you get the VIP or not from the regular, and the talent doesn't see any of that, none That's of it. Crazy. It's crazy. Now that doesn't say like a Shawn Michaels or something they don't pay him something, but pretty much all the that you don't, usually won't see the senior talent do that much of them. Because they know the deal, they're not getting paid. They they use a lot of new guys on that because they can just whore them out and the do a lot of those guys do seven, eight appearances during the week, two, three hours a pop. You're not making they're not making anything. And the problem with it is, and I hear people, you guys should be grateful for your fans and this and that. That's not the point of this thing. It's that this company is charging everybody profiting off of this. Everybody is getting something out of this except for the actual talent. And yes. that's an issue. And that's yes. just an, another example of an abuse of their power. So that is what you have to try to process all the information and take it in for exactly what I'm telling you. But yeah, so, you don't get paid. So a, is it basically considered like an like an appearance they'd send you on that you don't get paid for type thing? Because you don't get paid for like an appearance they send you on, right? It depends what it is. Like I remember I, I started complaining because they would book me. We do like the UK tour for two weeks. And I had to do appearances in toy stores where I found out because I asked the toy store, I go, do you guys charge admission for these people? And they do. Or the store was paid, like the store paid for the appearance. So WWE was making money off of my appearance and I wasn't making anything on these. And I finally said, you guys are going to start paying me on these. Like I'm not, but a lot of talent, they don't even know, like they do them for free. Crazy. Yeah. And it's, this is, this is the problem. If, if it was just something to do for a good cause and everything was free, nobody, no money was changing hands with anybody, it was just for the fans, cool. All for that and to do that. And talent would be too occasionally and whatnot. The problem is money is changing hands and business is going on, except for the person that's fueling the whole thing is not getting any part of it. So yeah. it's like, and that is 100% fact. And that goes on all no, the time. No, that makes sense. Yeah. That's crazy. That's this is wild. why people, and nobody, and again, I checked with multiple people at different levels there. Nobody has been paid anything as of, uh, as of this year going in. And again, I don't know WrestleMania paydays haven't came out for this year, but as of last year, there was nothing. So Mike Johnson, whatever, whoever said, like, that's not true. I'm not like, it's not true. I'm sorry. No, I believe you, obviously. Yeah. I mean, you're, I, I, I'm going to trust you and the wrestlers <clears throat> that you're working with more than... One of my lowest Mike paydays, by the way. <clears throat> I have one of my lowest paydays ever. They, this is when they were with my money was during Rybaxel. I think I made three thousand or thirty five hundred for the WrestleMania, and uh, which was by far the lowest ever for. And that, that was actually one of my lowest pay per view paydays of the entire year, and because I was still on almost every pay per view, even if it was pre show or on the show, and like explain that to me, this show that's the biggest show, and that was one of my lowest paydays. There's no rhyme or reason to it. It's that's just them. Crazy. Yeah, but there's no way to question it because there's nothing in place to protect the wrestlers. So that's. When I say this stuff, it's coming from experience of everything that of course, I went yeah. through. Over it's not like I'm trying. I I want things to improve for everybody. And like it's like I'm gone. I left. I don't plan on going back unless things change drastically. Like it's so I have no problem speaking up to try to make things better. But it's coming from real experience. 
Do you think that that means for like Luke Harper's match where he wrestled at Access as, for his return? Like, does that mean like he probably didn't get paid extra even to be wrestling at Access? He might not have made anything for that. For, like, and I can't say I could. Yeah, yeah. Text him and ask him eventually, and then answer in a non way without con- connecting him to it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, like that's that's what they do stuff like because that's part of usually your scheduled they'll give you a packet for WrestleMania and you'll have some people have 11 12 15 appearances for the week and things and they, that's what WrestleMania week is the most I hated it it's the most stressful time of the year you get con- locked into a hotel they have all the fans everyone in there you can't do anything without like you lock yourself in your room and then you go to your appearances essentially cuz anywhere you go it's going to be like floods of people usually or watching you recording you and it's and they take you, and they just make money off of you, and don't give you anything for it. So, <laughs> all right, yeah. well, that's all I got this week. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm tapped out of stories here. Good deal. Anything you'd like to go ahead and uh, plug to wrap up? Uh, just ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website. You can check out top stories throughout the week that I'm publishing uh, at Wrestling Sheet on social media. I'm at Ryan Satin. You can check out our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash C/slash Wrestling Sheet. We do a Raw and SmackDown recap on video that you can watch every week. You can also listen to the podcast version. It's Wrestling Sheet Radio on every single major podcast platform. Good deal, Ryan. Thank you very much, guys. We'll be right back with Asian Joe and Ryan Nemeth, Dolph Ziggler's little brother, right after these messages. The Stanley Cup playoffs are underway in the NHL, and my team, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, I believe we're going to go all the way. Last year, we didn't quite finish it, but this year, I have no doubt that the Las Vegas Golden Knights are going to win the Stanley Cup championship. I'm so confident. I'm not even a betting man, but I'm so confident in my Las Vegas Golden Knights, I'm willing to place a wager. Well, big guy, where are you going to go place a wager on the Las Vegas Golden Knights? That's easy, big guy. There's only one place to start, and that's betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the one place to get in on all this action. Grab the odds and allow the experts at BetOnline.ag to do the heavy lifting for you. Sports, live betting, virtual casino, you name it. BetOnline.ag is CLNS Media's preferred sportsbook online. If you're feeling lucky and would like to support our podcast, go to CLNSmedia.com slash Ryback and use your promo code CLNS50 for a 50% sign-up bonus. That's CLNS50 for a 50% sign-up bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. You've heard us talk about Real Good Foods before on the podcast and just how much I love their Real Good pizzas and enchiladas. Now Real Good Foods also has their new poppers, which are a super low-carb cross between a chicken nugget and a jalapeno popper. All of their foods are low-carb, grain-free, gluten-free, and keto-friendly. Most items have as low as 3 to 4 grams of carbs per serving. From their chicken crust pizza, enchiladas, cauliflower crust pizzas, snack bite pizzas, and poppers, you can't go wrong with anything from Real Good Foods. All items are available at realgoodfoods.com, on Amazon, and in retail locations all over the country with a store locator on their website. Save 10% with discount code RYBACK off of realgoodfoods.com. Real Good Foods. Feed me more. 
Summer is approaching fast and now is the time to not only get your diet on track, but also stock up on Feed Me More Nutrition. You can save 20% with discount code PODCAST20. Whether you're looking for long-lasting clean energy with our Wake Up Unlimited Energy, available in pink lemonade and our new green apple, melting fat off of Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner, or getting a great night's rest with our powerful all-natural GTS Go to Sleep. Feed Me More Nutrition has you covered with seven different products that contain no artificial colors or sweeteners and use more natural ingredients that work synergistically to give you the results you deserve. Available on FeedMeMore.com and Amazon. Feed. Me. More. All right, we're back. And man, I'm, I'm really excited, Joe. We got, we got Asian Joe back yeah, in the I'm house. Back. Three weeks. Three weeks without, without Joe. You miss me? Oh, of course, I always miss you. Yeah. I'm big on the guests now on the interviews. I yeah. really um, I'd like to, to put myself out there and, and, and have a different guest on every week and, you know, it's a different conversation. People don't want to hear about what we have going on all the time, I've realized. Yeah. It's, the people want to know about other people. Yeah. And, you know, this person we've had on before, he's, uh, he was a real hit. He was one of my first guests, I believe. Yeah. Is he, he making some tea? Is he what? Is he making some tea? Like yeah, we hear a little clink, clink, clink. He's, uh, I don't know what he's doing, but he's wearing his Shooters Nemeth Brothers t-shirt, <laughs> he's, uh, which is a ripoff of the Hooters t-shirt, which I'm a big I'm fan of. I'm surprised he haven't sued. <laughs> but uh, we, we, have, we have asked him to come back on, Dolph Ziggler's little brother. It's I don't know. Do you have a name or do we are we still <laughs> no, going? No, no. Uh, and you don't even have to say Dolph. You can leave off the H and just say Dolph. <laughs> Dolph brother. Dolph brother. Or Dolph brother. Hey, Dolph We got Brian Nemeth back this week. What up? Oh, man, not much. How how have you been? Have you guys seen that movie Get Out? No. Oh, well, forget (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Forget the whole thing. I hope someone who's... Well, yeah, yes, I have. I'm sorry. I have seen it. What are you talking about? Yeah, sure. Oh, then do you remember this? Oh, of course. Wow. I cried. Uh, I, I, I cried I when it happened. Out of here. <laughs> when I, man, you always make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've not seen it. I'm drinking. Uh, I have a glass of water. Vodka. I have bo- uh, hot bone broth. Chicken bone broth. Ah, very healthy. I thought yeah, you would have been drinking healthy. to do the show with me again. What did you say? Thought you would have been drinking to do the show with me again. I mean, I'm technically consuming liquids, but no, no booze. No, you are the only. Um, Mind-altering substance I need. Ryback no. himself. I don't know how to take yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know how to take that either. I feel either. like that was a shot underneath. It wasn't a compliment, <laughs> but I'm going to... No, man, you're as sweet as wine, and you're as powerful as a pack of... <laughs> Marlboro. Are you guys going to a date? Are you guys going to a date right now? <laughs> Look, man, I'm in love with you. <laughs> me, and the, me, Ryan, and Nick, we were, uh, it's probably my only group chat that I'm involved in uh, on a text... <laughs> And it's one of my favorite things in the world. I secretly just feel like you guys laugh behind, at me behind your backs and get me riled up over different things. I feel like, like hey, let's f- with Ryback. Yeah, like things okay, go over. Okay, bro. But no, it's... Things go you over know, your head. Sometimes it's as easy as just sending a gif of just you. <laughs> it just makes all three of us laugh. <laughs> it doesn't... There's no... You don't really require complicated humor. It's just, hey, look, it's Ryback. I laugh. Uh, I yeah. laugh at pretty much anything. It's, you can be feeling really... <laughs> about yourself and need a laugh and you just send me something <laughs> and you're going to get it. It's going to be an LOL or a ha 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 ha. 
Me and Nick. It's interesting to try to measure the amount of ha's that my brother sends because I feel he really rations them. He did. I, I felt it today earlier on one of them. Well, he told went him. ha or ha ha. Or... He gave Ryan. He gave Ryan a reply of ha 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 ha, and then I said yeah, I something and I only got a ha ha, <laughs> and it was three and a half times less I counted and exactly. So yeah. and... I saw that. And I wondered if you're going to say something. I'm glad that you did because I think he needs to start. He needs to be held accountable. For this. Yeah, I think you need to be a little more consistent because I felt like what I said was equally as funny, if not maybe I, more. In fact, I didn't say anything funny. I just sent something that was already in existence. Yeah. I wasn't even making a joke. He yeah. likes to take shots at me every chance he gets, so so he knows I would have He like, does, I don't. Yeah. No, you you're a good human. I don't being. know. My favorite my favorite when we're hanging out there on New Year's is like he told told one of the fans he's Goldberg. <laughs> and then he goes up to you. Yeah, Nick told somebody I was Goldberg and the guy thought I was Goldberg. <laughs> that was the guy and then finally the guy I was like I'm Ryback and he's oh okay. But it was. But <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. We got pictures of me as Goldberg, I think, for the night. <laughs> like, probably posted on, uh, on yeah. Twitter and Instagram. Hey, me and, I think I said he, Nick was Shawn Michaels and then I was Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be good if he was a promoter and he was like, Goldberg, we need you for our next event. And then you said, I'm right back. He goes, Ah, cool. Nice to meet you. Later, dude. <laughs> <laughs> See you, dude. Uh, man, I haven't done any wrestling. I got actually, I'm doing a wrestling appearance, uh, a signing for a charity. Is your uh, shoulder, how, how many weeks till your shoulder gets? I don't, it's still, I, I mean, it's, everything's, my back's improved, but I, uh, I'm doing two more stem cells in July, so we'll mm -hmm. see. And they got a new thing, exosomes, I believe they're called. They hook you up to an IV, and it's uh, these healing factors they give you. They can also inject them, but the doctor said the hospital has, like, all these rules, and it's a new technology, mm -hmm. so the hospital might not allow it. And he goes, you're better off just coming into my office, and we hook you up to an IV bag. After Whoa. we do your stem cells, and it's like five or six grand for him. I was like, yeah, f wow. we'll do it. Like, Jeez. just keep giving it's, me the new technology, and hopefully I'll be better. Is that by insurance, or is it just no, you have not? No, those again. aren't. Oh, okay. So those will be. Wow, so that was like a little bit of an underhanded way of saying how loose you are with money and how rich you are. No, not at all. It's... She's like five or six grand. Screw it. Do it, man. Whatever it takes. Well, to get healthy, I don't care. I've put in a, a hey, health is between me important. and my dog. I can't yeah. tell you what I've. Uh, <laughs> for all you know, Ryan, it could be going on a credit card. I feel like that's an unfair assumption. Yeah, that's true. You know, I read, I uh, like to retract my statement. It's straight from the record. I apologize. I'm over here struggling, and you're making fun of me. Look at you, Mr. Hollywood, all the way in L.A. No, it's, I'm, I'm, <laughs> doing, I'm, doing, I'm doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dolph, no, no Dolph Ziggler, but I mean, it's... No, we, we can't all be Dolph. He's hustling hard, man. We... He's going hard on the comedy Yeah, tour. definitely. Yeah, he's going hard in the paint. I was uh, lucky enough to join him on like five or six or seven of them. A handful of them. Were they in California? The, uh, one was in California. One was in Phoenix... Uh, some have been like set up weekends of big wrestling events. So uh, in Phoenix, we did one the night of the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And then in New York, we did two nights leading up to WrestleMania, which was pretty cool. It's cool because the fans are already they're like traveling from all over the world for these events, and they might as well you know also go to your show. You know. Yeah. What are you laughing at? I, <laughs> I got a text there. from one of you, Ryan and Nick. Of uh, it was from Nick. He sent a picture of Macho Man. It's uh. <laughs> when people tell me that Thanos is the most iconic Marvel villain, it's a picture of Savage from Oh Bonesaw. Bonesaw. Yeah. yeah. Bonesaw's ready, bro. Hold on, I'm gonna tell him we're doing a fing podcast. Yeah, at least. <laughs> tell him I'm trying to focus on Skype and he's blowing it it's draining my battery. 
<laughs> oh geez. Um. So what did you do? So wait, did did you go to Ohio too or no? Yes, I did. Okay, um, yeah, I did see. I did see like you posted like you were in Ohio too. Yeah, we did some shows. A show in Cleveland, a show in Toledo. Um, Turned out good. Some, yeah, really, really good. Mostly, at least the ones I've been, I've been sellouts. I can't speak for the ones that I'm not at. Yeah, I think it's probably you. It's all you. That is who a knows? good. That is. A, do you have that in your bio on Instagram or Twitter? That like sold out shows. Whenever, whatever. I don't know how you would word that, but maybe the dates of the shows on, all sellouts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I'm on shows, they sell out. When I'm not, I don't know if they also do, but I, you know, I just don't know. I wonder. I need to go to one of his shows. He's. Uh, but he's I going. Think you need to be in him. Yeah, I would actually. That's I would I've so spread myself go. too thin. I actually love comedy. I would love to, but I feel like if I start doing that, I'm other things are going to. You suffer. know, I really want to. Maybe I'll just quit the show and become a comedian. I got to quit something. I you can't know, add on. I want. I see your boy in the front row a lot. Uh, Rusev. Rusev comes to the shows. Does he really? Oh yeah, he comes and watches, and he, he when he laughs, you know that laugh. He's like. <laughs> the big Bulgarian brute laugh. The Bulgarian laugh, yeah. Yeah, they laugh deep and from the belly. It's a deep <laughs> Bulgarian laugh. It's so deep and dramatic that you think it's sarcastic, maybe, but then you realize, ah, oh, that's just how they laugh. Yeah, yeah. they very. They, that is a very good point. I always thought he was just being sarcastic with me. And if you're really good, it goes high pitched, which is funny. <laughs> yes. cause he's so big, it's like. Ah! That is a very good observation. <laughs> was Lana with him or no? Uh, and sometimes. Their joy, their bundle of joy, dog. They bring that dog everywhere. Oh, I didn't meet the dog. Yeah, well, I think they, they might not have brought it for Mania. I don't know. I noticed, I think they bring the dog on the road with them, though. What kind of dog do they have? I don't, it's a cool looking dog. I don't know. I'd, off the top of my head, I can't remember the breed. It's Morrison and Ty do that with uh, Prince Presley. They bring I, him around. Really? I don't, man, I would be terrified to bring my dog. Well, I couldn't with Sophie with her back, but like even like traveling with like airports, I would never want my dog to fly. I don't think I would either. I just had a flashback of uh, you showing up at NXT, and we were originally going to have a match, I think, but then I got removed, and re- and, I, <laughs> and my new job was watching Oksana's dog for the day. Wait, hold on. <laughs> when was I supposed to wrestle you? <clears throat> you you were doing like some guest thing at, at NXT, and they scheduled, I, and you said you were coming there. I was like, oh, sweet. And then when we got there, they, they said that it was going to be you squashing me, and I was like. I was pretty pumped about it. Was this but after my it, ankle where I was like going to do it? Like... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to have been, ankle. right? And then I got replaced because I was like, I thought I, I have like five interviews scheduled to interview people. And they're like, no, you're wrestling right back. Put your gear on. So I put gear on. And then the producers are like, put your suit on. And I was like, well, which one is it? Because I kept going back and forth. And then I eventually got taken out of the match and Aiden English took my spot, I believe. I don't ever remember wrestling Aiden. I don't. I never wrestled when I came back there. They, my first match was back in. I got. I did one clearance match to get cleared for my ankle. I think you were already. You were like. This wasn't like fresh from re- rehab. You were like on the road at big time, big guy Ryback. Oh, was this down at NXT when I came down to end uh, full sale at the TV taping? Where I ended up doing a thing with Enzo and Cass. I think probably that, that was. More sense. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? That's really f***ed up. I would have preferred to have just squashed. I think it was me. It was squashed, really squashed, me. Squashed, squashed, yeah. Yeah. It would have been way better. It would be way better if be, be, kick your ass. Well, it, might have been, it might have been you. They might have given you two people, like Aiden English and also that French oh, dude that nobody knew. There was some, maybe, uh, wait, no. That Was that, I ended up doing a mat. That might have been a different, I was down there twice, I think, now that I think about it. That's when I okay. was a baby face. 
And because I had to do the double stack and pick the two guys up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I came down as a heel during the Cena program and did a promo with Enzo and Cass. I forgot. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember. Go. I forgot all about that. I just remember when you walking in the building and laughing like I knew I knew it was going to be with you. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then I got to, I had to interview people and said, bummer. Watch a dog. Nothing wrong with that. I watched Oksana's dog. That's right. Yeah. I wanted to have her on. I always got along with her on the show, but I figured nobody will understand her. Her English is not. I liked her. I love. No, I love her. I think she was a sweetheart. She was too nice mm-hmm. for wrestling. Yeah, probably. Just as far as what it like, it's just she was like a normal civilian. Like, <laughs> like it just I feel like when you put a normal civilian in the wrestling setting, it's uh, it's a different world. Yeah. There's just some people that are too. Is it is it because nice. like they look? Oh, is this because it's too nice, or did they yeah, just look out of place? you're just too nice. I feel like because you have to eventually learn to like just be straight up evil at some point. Or you have, It's like Jericho. I said like you have to be an at times, but you don't have to be an like in real life. But you have to know like when to. Put your foot down. He's usually the nicest people that plays to really good. I would have to say. Yeah, I can. Like, I mean, if you if you tell them to play a role, then they can get their inner out. Well, thank you. Ew, that sounded <laughs> gross. <laughs> the uh, I do need to make a quick little shout out, real quick, to BetOnline.ag, our sponsor in Real Good Foods, RealGoodFoods.com. You can save fifteen percent with discount code Ryback. Wow. You, have you had Real Good Foods before, Ryan? Yeah, I used that fifteen percent code. Before. <laughs> well, I use that code everywhere. I use that on every website. Yeah, Rogan all food. successful. What is your favorite thing they make? Uh, there's just you know, there's just so many. It's hard to remember which. It's hard to know. They have the low carb pizza, the enchiladas, one. the beef, the chicken, the, the, the jalapeno really, poppers. The poppers are out of this world. Breakfast sandwiches. I mean, there's a there's a lot. Did you watch um, the episode of uh, I Think You Should Leave where they're talking about funny YouTube videos? And he's like, I just, um, I don't remember how to search for it. Uh. No, so uh, you just told me about that show on Netflix. It's, uh, yeah, I Think You Should Leave. I'm on episode, I finished episode two. I missed. Cause I, oh, uh, I'm I, spoiling a little. Sorry. Okay. I, so I'm going to watch watch the rest of it. Tonight was my... Um, my day to have a cheat meal, so I had uh, seven donuts and uh, two breakfast sandwiches and hash browns <laughs> from uh, Dunkin' Donut. Don't laugh. What is? I well, I ordered a dozen donuts, and I was like, "This is too many." You know, I could have. I'm a fat I, piece of. Could've, you could have gave me some too. I threw them away in the trash and then poured dog on top of it just to make sure <laughs> that I wasn't gonna like at some point in the day try to go get the donuts out of the trash. Can. You can't. So you didn't do the, the Costanza move of taking the eclair on the top of the, the garbage. No, but I've never no, done no. that. But I always. I feel like anytime I throw the donuts out, because I order a dozen if I do a cheat meal uh, of the donuts. I when I throw them, if I if I get breakfast sandwiches with them, there's no way I'm eating all that. Wait, Sunday Sundays are your cheat, cheat days? Yeah. Okay. Cheat meal essentially. Cheat meal. Just do all one right. Cheat when meal. you do get just do like, one, I'm, yeah. yeah, otherwise I'm, I it would go overkill. I'm well. Uh, you know, I I can take care of the uh, the rest of the donuts for you. I didn't even think of that. That honestly, I, I apologize because I forgot you were coming today for the show. <laughs> Normally, but I, I didn't want him in the house because I was like, man, if I know I did an hour and a half of cardio, I went and did my laps in my pool, I'm like, I'm going to eat donuts if I have them sitting here because it's my cheat. It was part well, of the meal. Just got rid of them. They're still there. They're just under dog. Yeah. Go get them. I, yeah. I, I, I picked up dog and then <laughs> put in the bag and then threw it on top of the donuts. But I also took the donuts out of the box and threw them so they were exposed in the trash can. 
because I feel like if you just leave the box in there, then it's always that. Still safe. It's still safe. still safe. <laughs> people will rationalize. See Ryback out there digging through so the I trash. I'm about to rationalize right now. At least it's not people. It's just dogs. Still eat them. Get in there, man. Get in there. Joe, dude. you want to donate? No, I'll pass. I got, I got five of them I'll out pa- there. I'll pass. Chocolate. I forgot. I forgot. Monday is my cheat day. So uh, uh, don't that's... say I didn't offer. Yeah, but I just forgot. Yeah. I um, but yeah, tonight's my night to have a, also a little red wine also with it, and uh, so I'm gonna watch the rest of those episodes. You mix anything in with the red wine, or you just have as is like uh, Minos or uh... I legitimately put my I do do my BCAs with them if I do it, or I do water. Nice. I I'm. Uh, Water it down a bit, yeah. just so. Alexis it's... actually, um, Alexis Fox actually that... bought the BC- BCA. Did she? Did she? Yeah. Any feedback yet or no? Um, she's trying it out and think. Feel like that's not good. No, I mean, she she wants to try it out first before she puts it out. Has but... she did? Did she say anything about? I'm gonna text her right now. Did she like the taste? I don't know. I didn't. Ask that's her. the most important part. I feel like yeah, yeah. the BCA. Now, did you, just, did you just find it. out uh, about mixing water with the wine from Jesus? Catholic Church. No. The, the I just do it just to calm it down a little bit to make it last longer, okay. so I don't don't chug it. I like to enjoy my wine. So this is not a ceremonious thing. It's uh, just physiology. Yeah, yeah. I also because yeah, yeah, I like right. to stay hydrated though more too mm-hmm. with it because you are. But I did find that um, Jesus had good abs, bro. He did. He had big on fasting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna we, we the, uh, keep that here. Yeah, <laughs> love fasting. A lot of fasting. Oh, I'm sure, I don't fasting. know if he was a keto guy back then. Well, a lot it was of, Easter. A lot last of fruits. Week, right? I feel like they he weren't. Was, I think he was paleo, except when it came time for unleavened bread. Then it was the, that was a Sunday. It was a cheat meal or Saturday. Saturday, sorry. Fish sandwiches from McDonald's. I think the Last Supper was a cheat meal because there's tons of bread there. <laughs> Uh, but I, uh, I drink my wine now when I do do it, the, out of my shaker bottle because I could pour more in there rather than out of a wine glass. So I just put, <laughs> I figure if I have my BCAAs, it's just better to drink it out of a wine I can see you going to the gym <laughs> with your yeah. wine. You put anything in a shaker bottle, nobody questions Yeah, you, no one questions it. But they, man, because I look muscular and shape, they're like, man, what a healthy guy. Drinking vodka or vodka wine. Vodka with <laughs> BCAAs. <laughs> Nobody ever quit. I'm just drinking all day long. I, I got this shaker bottle with me everywhere. Yeah. This is straight you vodka. Taking <laughs> Uber, Uber to and from the gym so you don't really have to worry about driving. Yeah, yeah never drink and drive. By the way, is it true? I heard a girl was telling me that um, you can get like an Uber pass for $100 a month. Is that a real thing? Oh, I don't know. That? that to me seems like too good of a deal. Yeah, well, that, are they trying to make it like Netflix where you just instead of Unlimited drives. Thing, that's interesting. Which is it's a hell. I, I actually think that's great, but I thought they would have charged more for that. Maybe, maybe it is. If that's true, I wonder if that works out better or worse for the drivers themselves. You know, I feel like it would work out worse for them if you're getting probably. Yeah, it's a, it's called a ride pass. Um, Come on, Joe, give us some facts on this ride pass. Well, yeah, sorry. It's well because it's nice to have a computer in front of me, but I have I this got you tablet, a nice tablet there. Yeah, Samsung but it's running tablet. really slow right now, so it's. Slow. Probably because I plugged my pool back in because I noticed from the 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 Wi-Fi cable. They well, I got my pool. While we're waiting for that information, let's plug some other stuff. Well, here uh, we go. Here I, we go. No, sorry, sorry, shut up. Um, your control. Let's guess. see. Uh, sorry, jeez, jeez, jeez. Wow. Uh, unlock jump. We like to make jump rides for up to thirty minutes a day. <laughs> so it's like a thirty-minute. So it's basically a thirty-minute ride. So it's like. 
if it's like a five minute ride or something like that, I think you're limited to a certain time. So you can't go like across. It has uh, to be 30 minutes or less. Yeah. That's to the strip. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like. This could work out good for. Yeah. So to receive uh, price protection on rides and certain coverage areas in the, for the city for one multi uh, P, uh, price. Sorry. That's a P. Um, let's see. It's a monthly description unless otherwise stated. Each uh, pass is good for a month and renewed automatically. You can cancel all the time. What's Price Joe. Um, Come on, Joe. Jesus. It doesn't say. It doesn't say a price here. It really depends. It actually depends on each uh, oh, each city. God, we, took so long. We're not giving people the information they want out of this. Nobody cares about. Anything. Oh, here we go. Um, Ride Pass is available for selected cities for a monthly fee of twenty four ninety nine. Wait, what? That's, what? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Where you get unlimited rides? Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes per day. Yeah, that's well. That's I feel that's like pretty much unlimited. Yeah, yeah. Or I would can get a ride to the strip, and I'd have to like bum a ride back. But right, well, you so, could do that. Yeah, that's yeah. much more realistic. Because I mean, it takes it takes what twenty minutes or th- twenty five. Yeah, about twenty five thirty. That would yeah. be. But I'm saying, or a trip to the grocery store for people. That's not a bad. That but for twenty four ninety nine. Yeah. I feel like that's really. I would too, pay probably twice that much. It would make sense, even. But right. I, but when I told you a hundred dollars a month for a month, I, that seemed cheap to me. Yeah, it did. If you were like, oh, I can get, don't have to have a car. Maybe they're just counting on people going over that much and then having to pay the difference. Yeah, there has to be. Maybe that's. Yeah, I mean, these are you know these are people who are probably need to go to to and from work or something like that. Maybe that would be useful. But. It's good. I think that that's really key. Maybe for like cities like New York and stuff. Yeah, for it's people. for busy cities. I mean, it's, right now it's for select cities, not everywhere. Yeah, very uh, interesting though. So, I bet. Ooh, you... Ryback! Before I forget, um, my friend Miles wanted me to tell you hi. You don't know him and you've never met him, but he wanted me to tell you hi. I just saw him at the gym. You just wasted our time in our podcast to say hi. No, well, what, uh, you, you just hi, read hi Miles. The entire Uber <laughs> website and gave us more information. Yeah, you just read the entire description of something we don't care about. <laughs> The uh, <laughs> wait, Miles saw me at the gym here in Vegas. No, I saw him at the gym earlier, and he said, "I said I was going to your podcast." And he goes, "Oh, tell him oh. I said hi." What? He doesn't know me, but tell him I said, "All right." What's up, Miles? Yeah. Cool. There you go. Yeah. Done. <laughs> He's okay. not gonna listen. Well, but... yeah, better he better listen to this podcast now <laughs> since we said it. <laughs> oh man, what's going on with you, Ryan? Before I even get into what I have written down, you are you you're doing a movie here? Is that? I'm doing yeah. I'm crowdfunding for a film. Um, pretty excited about it. It's a script that deals with some sensitive issues. I sent you some some blurbs about it. Um, I got a, a badass director on board, Maggie Levin. I sent you her reel. I don't know if you took a look, but uh, that's that's all going live on Seed and Spark. Hopefully later this week, I'm trying to raise uh, a solid budget and make something that is worthy for some major film festivals. What's the process on something like this for for something like what it, like I don't know if you could say it, like ballpark budget like what in your mind what do you need to do a successful movie? Well, that I'll figure out a little bit later this week once I meet with the producer and itemize okay. everything, and that'll all be very transparent. So it, it won't be something like, "Hey, we want to raise this crazy amount of money," and then you don't know where that goes. And then you're when like I, in the I... Bahamas or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just uh, live tweeting. It's... From the Bahamas. Oh uh, yeah, we're just uh, shooting here, and it's just me snorkeling all day. Uh, th- everything will be itemized. So like, Seed and Spark is the crowdfunding site we're gonna use, and it's very convenient that it itemizes everything. So you see, like, when you 
kicking and whatever, and you get your incentives, whatever we're sending you as a gift, <clears throat> you also see where it goes. So it might go to camera equipment, uh, renting a location, paying actors, SAG fees, you know, what? you'll see what's yeah. happening with it, which is cool. There's a lot that goes and into this. There's a lot, yeah. No, yeah, for sure. More, yeah. So we want to do it the right way. We want to make it a union project and uh, make it badass. And it is in the world of wrestling. It's set in the world of wrestling. So it's kind of cool to talk about it on this podcast. Because I know you at least are a little bit involved with wrestling yeah. at this point. I do have wrestling. I do, I do the wrestling report with <laughs> Ryan Satin. Yeah, yeah. An analyst these days. Just sitting back, just, just discussing pro wrestling. Discussing the arm drags and how the, the reaction to the arm drag. The psychology behind the yeah. arm drag. It's... Letting the people in. If you take an arm drag, what kind of facial expression? Are you more of a Bret more Hart surprised. reaction? Yeah, I saw, I saw the Bret. Yeah. I saw the meme of the Bret, the Bret Hart. Just and uh, yeah. The, who's Bret, the other you know Bret Hart got arm dragged one time. <laughs> Get that's out going of here. To, that's a, a very popular uh, video clip right now on wrestling Twitter. Is Bret yeah. Hart got arm dragged and he went like this. Huh? And he looked back. He looked <laughs> I have back not seen this. I am unaware yeah, of this. It? I have not seen it. Somebody's was it? Was it? Uh, who was the wrestler? He was. It was one, two, three kid. Yeah, the one, two, three kid. Maybe, and uh, they're like, you know, this honestly, you know, Bret Hart's reaction here reminds me a lot of Roderick Strong right now in NXT. That, <laughs> this is what's happening. This is what's going on on the internet right now. I try to avoid all of that and not get caught up in it too much. <laughs> uh, so, when when did you decide to do this? To, to like, uh, what, what was the uh, motivation, or what what sparked the idea? Well, you're you're someone who's very goal oriented. I know that, and I don't in know. A way. Okay, loosely, yes, loosely, loosely. I but do. It's, I'm at least someone that when there's something on the horizon I'm working towards, everything else in my life feels better and like functions better. It's all more streamlined. I'm not just flopping around life the way my brother flops on, around the ring. Like, I was uh, going to say that myself, flipping and flopping like a fish yeah, out of flipping water. flipping and flopping like a fish, making a mockery of this business. business. You know? yeah. Oh, shaking his long <laughs> hair and slapping his ass or whatever the <laughs> f*** he does. I mean, it's a chop. You don't have to fall to your feet yeah, and do a spin. And... He can't do backflips, I know that, but he can, he can't, he he can, can like yeah. do like side stuff, kind of. Like a little bit side. Like... He's good at looking like he was like in a car wreck, kind of, like being overly dramatic and like... Yeah. God forbid you pick him up for a side belly and back and need to land him on his feet. He always falls oh, over. Oh, man. He, you, can, he can maybe he'll get close. You clothesline him, though. He'll, well, he won't duck all the way either. He'll get hit. In the you head. clothesline him, he'll end up uh, on, your fri- on your refrigerator. In a yeah, it is. He is on the wall of, the wall of fame. <laughs> why I, I had that printed out. I don't know why or a fan sent it to me. And I just, like, I need to, I didn't, I was like, I need to keep this forever. <laughs> All right, the process is I, I started writing this script, and I thought I want – I had a, someone in mind I wanted to direct it, and it was Maggie originally because I've been in some, some things she shot before uh, for TV and other short films, and I like her style, and I like the way the stuff looks that she makes. Um, but then uh, right before I was about to ask her, I heard this big news that she's going to be very busy with some other project that I'm not allowed to talk about right now. And I was like, ah, man, that kind of sucks because this is who I wanted to be the director for this project. So I hit her up and said, I know you're going to be pretty busy with whatever you got going on, but just take a look at the script anyways. And then it was like less than a day later, she wrote back and was like, yo, we got to make this thing. I want to direct this. And we met and I was like, aren't you going to be really busy? And she said, we're doing this first. And I was like, all right, that's it. So 
it's like little by little pieces fall into place. So she has a network of people like producers, uh, directors of cinematography or uh, photography, uh, people on that end. And then since it's kind of wrestling related, I have some people on the other end. Like I know where to get a ring. I know where to get the arena, like yep. that kind of stuff. And Joey Ryan, you probably can get a ring from, I'd imagine, right? No. And so uh, together we're making a pretty good combination. So it's like she said, she sent me reels of cinematographers and go, who do you think about this guy? What do you think about this guy, this girl? And it's cool. It feels like things are happening. It's just little bit, little by little, piece by piece. And this is a huge piece of it. Just coming on here and talking about it because I know you have a giant army of listeners, and this is these are the people I need to know about this. They need to know about to get, what you're doing. Yeah, because I want them to get involved with the campaign. Yeah, no, and, it's uh, gonna be. You're gonna have yeah. to hustle on that. You're gonna. I think once it, it's huge. gonna be. Yeah. I wanted to wait until it was actually live for you too, but I these figured get on know, better to get it get it out there, and then uh, once you're on doing as many interviews as you can to, to raise yep. awareness. Are you in it in the film also? I will be playing a role in the film, yes. Are you now like, like the, kind the, of a wrestling promoter where you book yourself into the, like, the, the lead? That's the beauty of the, uh, working behind the camera is that you get to decide that I'll also be in front of the camera. Sure. I would do the same exact thing. Um, You're, this is your big break that you created. This is my big break. <laughs> um, also, something else that is cool is uh, the crowdfunding site we're using, which is... As far as the numbers go, the most successful of all the sites is it like Indiegogo, Kickstarter, blah blah blah. Seed and Spark has the best success rate, which I found pretty appealing because I want to succeed and make this movie. And uh, they also have kind of an inclusiveness statement. So like it was originally founded for uh, women and you know people who aren't just me, white dudes who want to just make everything. So we've yep. it's kind of cool to have Maggie on board because she's a woman who knows the deal, like she's good at what she's doing and she has a network of people who aren't just white Ryan looking people, you know? I feel like so, if you run into any obstacles with this, with the crowd, which I don't think you do, I think you're going to do well with this. With thanks, I feel, man, I I feel so. like, uh, especially to, I think if you get in and do enough, um, like podcasts will be huge for you, I think, you know, and getting on different shows and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But if for whatever reason you run into a wall, have you thought about maybe putting a different image on the front? Like a... I don't know something different because you know you got you're you know got a lot going for you. People might be like, "No, f you, Ryan. You know, you want to do a movie? Maybe you know someone a little more special reels the people in. Little 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 Danny. I don't know. Danny is a disability and wants to do a movie. Maybe that helps get people. <laughs> oh, oh, to find like a sick kid and get sympathy." Make a wish, something, just something to get people to reel them in for the. That's not maybe the most honest thing to do, but it's as if oh, by any means necessary to reach your goals. But uh, yeah, or maybe we can make somebody sick. We can find someone and give measles is going around now. <laughs> we can find someone and measles them. I don't see how that say, helps raise the money. What's the right? What's yeah. the time frame? Like when? When? What's your goal of when to shoot? Ten this? years. Uh, no, the time we're gonna do a 30, 30 day campaign. Ooh, so thirty days. Oh. 30 days. Hopefully that goes live within the next week. I don't, I guess, I don't know when this will air. Monday. This will come out usually Monday, Monday okay. afternoon, late afternoon. So basically tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. So hopefully within a week of this coming out, the campaign will be live, and we're going to try to, I'm going to do a freaking Ryan Nemeth Media Blitz. I'm going on Macaulay Culkin's podcast tomorrow. Ooh, nice. What's his podcast? Bunny Ears. He has a podcast. He's what? out there, man. What, bunny Ears? It's called Bunny Ears, yeah. What's the meaning behind that? He likes to wear bunny ears for fun. Like when he goes to parties and stuff, he wears these little Easter ears. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I'll look it up. 
I'm gonna go on. Are you gonna Are you gonna wear bunny ears as when you go on his podcast? He's a huge uh, wrestling probably. fan. He's a huge wrestling fan, and I, I texted him about this, and I said, "Here's, I'm going on Ryback's thing. Is there any chance you want to talk about this too?" And he goes, "Hell yeah! How about Monday? I'll be in LA." And I was like, "Great!" So I'm I probably want to go on my show. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out. Do you, you're gonna be my yeah. contact. Yeah, but you know, you didn't talk about Home Alone the entire show. <laughs> no, I would actually talk pro wrestling with him. Wrestling, he loves. Yeah. You got to Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't want to talk about Home Alone at all. Yeah, but like, I'm sure you don't want to talk about wrestling all the time either. That is a good point. <laughs> Maybe a happy medium there. I'll, I'll bait him in with There's the wrestling, a medium there, yeah. and then I'll and then switch it could, to uh, Home Alone. Yeah, and then go right back to Home Alone. Yeah, <laughs> and the podcast will end shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. He's asking you about the U.S. title, and you're like, right, right, right. So speaking of the United States, remember when you lived in a residential area? Those wet bandits were they really? <laughs> How cold was it in Chicago? <laughs> How cold was Chicago? Now, Home Alone was filmed in the USA, too, right? Great, great, great. Um, uh. yeah. Back to the booby trap. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you, if you were to make it at home... Does he what... do the podcast rounds? I feel like uh, he would do... He would, if I'll you, ask him. Yeah, see if you... I'll get him. I need to... I'm, we got uh, the Chris, Chris uh, Van Vliet next week, and then... Uh, Chris Provone the following week after that, and uh, I would like to get McCauley after that. That would be a great follow up after Kalen Croft. Yeah, yeah that would be good, so <laughs> many questions that I have. My notes would be pages <laughs> for McCauley, but by, by that time, yeah. So yeah, what other what other what other, um, other shows you going to be on besides McCauley? Um. Going, I was talking to Chris, your your boy Van Vliet. I'm gonna try to get yep. with him and do a little interview. Uh, I've kind of just put the feelers out there everywhere. So he'll be a good one. He has a good following. Yeah, you know he won Emmys. I just found that out. No, he's, he's a four time Emmy winning uh, host. Real? No yeah. idea. I just knew he just started popping up on my Instagram, and I was like, "Who's this guy interviewing wrestlers? He seems better than everybody yeah. else." He's uh, from Cleveland, and he's shredded. You guys, I mean. That's what, he complimented my, my IG photo where I was 292 pounds with abs, and, and he commented. He's a physique guy. He appreciates he a good physique. I like that post. That was a really good post because some people are so adamant about this one way being yeah, one the only way. Yeah, I love that post. I, I can't tell, but you can never bad. go wrong with salad and vegetables. I feel like that's the safest, easiest way to get in shape and improve your life. Like, just... In general, yeah, like no yeah. matter what kind of diet you do, salad and vegetables, they're almost the bulk of my diet now. But when I'm not eating Damn, donuts. that's pretty cool. <laughs> Except <laughs> just, on Sunday. Wait, he just said you ate a box of donuts. <laughs> the, uh, so you got 30 days for this crowdfunding on this. And yeah, and then I, I would like to where's shoot Where's it being it, filmed? Uh, we're going to shoot in L.A. And hopefully... I'm kind of approximating because a lot of these details are going to be worked out by the producer, like with spreadsheets and yep. actual details and times. Which you have whatever. the people helping you with this, which is key, mm-hmm. having yeah, all the right so people with this. I'm ho- <clears throat> hoping it's like a four-day shoot. There's a few night sh- night shoots involved. Um, it's in the world of wrestling, so a lot of it takes place at night, as you remember. Yes. Um, to and from shows, green room, blah, blah, blah. The... And- uh... No, the I, I honestly I don't know what I was going to say about the Ryan. I cut you off. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. Uh, it, it deals with some heavy topics. It's it's surprisingly not a comedy. It's going to be a lot about addiction and sexual assault, which is really? uh, 
Not funny, yeah. So usually, most things I do, as you know, are in the comedy genre. This is very dramatic and very disturbing. That I, so I did not know that. That is actually, yeah. I thought it would be a comedy-based. So not at all. This is very serious. We're taking a leap off of, away from comedy with this one, yeah. I like it. So, yeah, it's uh, some touchy issues. And my thinking of hoping, you know, with people, this would get a big audience, is that not everyone in the world likes pro wrestling, sure. But a lot of everyone don't. in the world has some connection to whether they have struggled with addiction or they have someone in their family or some, you know, it, it's very yep. universal, as well as uh, the other stuff, the abuse, the assault and all that. Whether you know someone who's done it, who's had it done to them, or yeah, you, these aren't pleasant things, but they're out there. And Absolutely. what is specific is universal. So it's really, it's in the world of wrestling, but it's not really a movie about wrestling. Now, is your, so I think it's safe to say your motivation for this is more to to raise awareness on different topics of, that you just mentioned with people. It's not necessarily it's not a it's not a money thing. This is more just no. I mean, there's no money will be made from yeah. this movie. No, I think that's important though for yeah. people like your motive. It's always like the motivations of people because if it's like if it was just a money thing, that's it's one thing. But it's like you're you're the what you're doing is for a really good reason. Yeah. The the main thing about uh, crowdfunding or even making any film, even if somebody was just straight up investing to have this made, the goal is to get this into film festivals and get audiences to see it and get eyes on it. At no point does that mean I win money. Like, no one's paying for this. You yeah. know, like, so when, if the people chip in in the crowdfunding campaign, I have cool incentives for them. Like, I'll send them cool stuff. Probably, I would even say in the grand scheme of things, I will personally be losing money on this endeavor. Yeah. But, like... That's it's just how it. it goes when you want to make something that matters, you know? Well, so, if you need a bouncer for the boom. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Just... <laughs> I, need someone, I need someone to hold that, the boom mic. And they got to have strong shoulders. So if you... uh, I prefer just to be a bouncer, just outside their mm-hmm. door, checking IDs for the wrestling show that serves alcohol. I mean, if, if that's a real thing... We would love to have you in the background somewhere. You know, that would be good on the movie. Po- just on the poster, it's you really a big feature in Ryback, but then you're just like kind of blurry, unfocused in the back. So technically, you're on camera. <laughs> we'll just have the cutout. We'll just have the cutout poster of you, of Ryback in the background. Yeah, you, just have the, you just send a cardboard cutout. Yeah, yeah send a send a cardboard cutout. Right. Why don't you guys cameo. both come down. You, you two, and JD just all come down. I was just down there, uh, the uh, in Valencia actually. Oh yeah, I had to go visit right. the supplement manufacturer uh, last week. They're a uh, man, top-notch facility down there. It's um, the Good. guy, the owner. I met the owner. It's kind of like this guy is a big dog. Like he's a small man of stature, very small statured man. But like, just he started from nothing, and now is this huge major supplement manufacturer. Like he does all the five percent. They do like all. They work with all the big companies. And wow. like he made time to meet with me, and because they like what I'm doing, and they're just like they're great, great human being. But man, you ever want to feel stupid? Go get a tour of a supplement company. This guy, they have all this machinery down there, like with capsulation machines, powder machines, and but like I'm literally right there in the 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 white lab coat and little hairnet and going through the lab coat was way too small so I looked like Chris Farley. Did you take a picture? A, you take a picture of yourself? They oh, took man. a fan got a picture of me there and I'm in a little uh. tight lab coat like oh weird but uh, the guy knew like just he's worked in this industry his whole life and just I'm looking at the machines and just thinking like how does anyone even like 
come up with like creating this machine with like the you just have to see, it looks like there's all these small little moving pieces for the capsulation machine. You just like in my head, I'm like, how would anyone even think to even like come up with this and all the different powder separators and the guy knows like everything about everything and he's telling me and everything's going in one ear and one, I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, it's, but incredible. So, uh, and I think doing... that when I watched that show, how it's, how it's made, yeah, how, it's show, made. Like, how they make peanuts or guitars yeah. or whatever like with those machines there's so many little parts and they're all so streamlined how do you figure that out like it's it's you like, know it's a team you design it you just draw people, it what i found is that people specialize in certain areas yeah. and they come together mm. and but when you take it in as a whole it's very overwhelming yeah just, you just have to break everything down it's like how computers work and yeah cars well, that's like cell phones i know the technology there's people that literally just focus on specific mm. areas like they said and they, they everyone they bring it together and we live in a crazy world. Technology could be overwhelming. There's that uh, very popular Insane Clown Posse song where they say, Magnets, how do those work? Nobody knows. <laughs> do you have a lot of ICP fans in your... Um... I don't know. I used to actually <laughs> listen to ICP a little bit when I was younger. Nothing crazy, but uh, they're big. I mean, they, well, they have the... What's, they what's have the wrestling group? Promotion. Is it Juggalos? Or Ju- what's yeah, Juggalos. the Juggalos. Yeah. Uh, okay. Are they yeah. still going? I think that, yeah, they, yeah they I still, still hear... Festivals. They have a record label. Yeah, yeah. they're out there. I wonder, I've never, I haven't heard of them in quite a while. I remember they back when we were younger, like wrestling, the Attitude Area, I remember in, like they kind of had that whole Juggalo thing. And... Yeah. Uh, Trent Beretta is a big fan, and Bronson. Both those guys love really? ICP's whole thing. They, well, not so much ICP, but the people that are in, under their umbrella. That's, yeah. How's Bronson doing? He's good. Wait, he's Bronson? good. He was uh, yeah, he travels sure. the world okay. with. Um, yeah, he's, he's. I talked to him like probably a few months ago. That oh, you yeah, you know him too. You're yeah. friends with him too. Yeah, I know him. What a small he's world. A private bodyguard of people of note. Yeah, so he's 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 out there. He's traveling all the time. Yeah, undercover, Jeez. protecting people. Yeah. How much time do you have, Ryan? Do you have time to stay on the show, or did you want to just? I don't want. Uh, I don't want to keep you. You have a busy day today. We don't have a lot more, but. I booked out this entire day for you. Okay, good. I was just making sure. I prefer. <laughs> yeah. People enjoy you. You're the first time, first guest I brought back. So it's. Yeah. You're just going to be on all the time now. This is, yeah, tomorrow we'll do it. Uh, but yeah, I will ask. Uh, I can't promise. I don't know, but I'll ask Macaulay Culkin tomorrow. I think the people would like to hear a conversation between me and Macaulay. <laughs> I think the <laughs> people are dying for it. They want it, Game of Thrones and they want big guy and Macaulay Culkin. I think that's, that's what I saw on Reddit. That's what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, about had a, the, I had a Reddit the... AMA go horribly bad. I don't know if you're aware of. No. Oh, no. What happened? Uh, Reddit reached out to me on Twitter. Me and Ryan sat and talked about it earlier. It was, uh, they go, would you like to do an AMA? And I'm, I'm of no idea. I've never, I'm not, I don't know anything about Reddit at all. Outside of, I just know there's a lot of negativity there. And I said, yeah, sure. Because it was about kind of, I was hoping to get some questions on the whole WWE stuff with like the union stuff and yeah, everything yeah. going on with the independent contractors. And I go, yeah, it'll be good to kind of get out there and do some of this stuff. And I didn't realize like what kind of environment it is or anything as far as like, mm-hmm. but so they, they go, all you do is download the app, create an account, do this, make a post. And they go, we're going to hide it uh, and then put it live like 20, 30 minutes before your scheduled time. So... I hurry, I go get everything set up earlier in the day. I go work out and I was like, oh, I'm going to go have sushi and take my time to eat sushi and do this AMA for an hour. Cool. And uh, This get, all sounds great so far. Yeah, no, everything was, uh, I had no communication with the moderators after that. And 
Oh man, I uh, <laughs> I wanted to answer as many questions as possible, and there were some like ones I wasn't going to answer on there, and like right. And then, but there were there were a lot of good ones, and uh, then a lot of funny ones. And I'm uh, rapidly like going rapid fire, but I did the reply button on some, but I was clicking the question and hitting the comment button, and I didn't realize the comment button didn't attach the question. Just I never used it, but again. So there's all these comments. Oh. I was doing the comment button more than the reply button. Yeah, okay. So answers to things were just being put out with no <laughs> don't, context. Don't know where they're coming from. <laughs> <clears throat> but they don't know what I'm talking. So like one person, just so, and we talked about it earlier, but was one question was, what was one invention you wish you'd created? And with no hesitation, my answer was Sponge Daddy. Like for the Scrub Daddy, yeah. it's one of the... Of course. And yeah. uh, so, but that was the most popular. Nobody knew what I was talking about. And I just... They just saw Sponge Daddy, and uh, so it. Took that's up, your new nickname. Sponge yeah, Daddy. that's why I came out with the Sponge Daddy T-shirts for the, for the three people that wanted to buy them. The, oh, that's uh, great. So no one knows what you're talking about. They're just seeing these these words just pop up. And about 45, 50 minutes in, I hit refresh to go to the top of the page, and I realized that I'd been doing it wrong the majority of Did the time. Did you go back to the questions? And I tried awesome. to do some of them, okay. and then I was just like, it was so much negativity in there. I was like, I got to get out of here. I, I stayed for about I stayed for an hour and fifteen minutes and then, but it's uh, man it's uh, that's a hell of a crowd. In what there. was it read? It was like uh, questions with Ryback or what was yeah. The oh, AMA okay. asked me anything AMA, or whatever okay. the, the deal. But it's I should have went on. <laughs> I it's just one of those. I was just like, of course, it's. Uh, I did that when I put that fitness book out and. I was very unfamiliar with Reddit as well, but I knew there was there's a lot of a big wrestling community yeah. on there, wrestling fans. And someone reached out and was like, "Hey, do you want to come talk about your book? We'll set up an AMA." I was like, "Hell yeah, that sounds great." I also had to make an account, didn't know what was happening, and then I realized as I'm answering these questions, I'm like, a lot of these questions are spelled wrong and sound like little kids. Like, what's yeah. happening? And my one buddy, who's very uh, well read on Reddit, afterwards is like. That was not the grown-up wrestling community. You just got messaged by some strange 13-year-old in England. Who I was like, oh, I was just talking to like children. Yeah. No, that's what a lot of it, when you think about it, like yeah. a lot of this stuff on social media is kids on there. Sure. Just and doing I, what they're They're not, they're not going to buy my book. They weren't asking about no. the book. They're just like, do you know Dol- Dolph Ziggler? Have you met him? It's... And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this? So I was talking to nine. I was on like a group of friends who were children. Book not being talked about at all. Just Yeah. So I thought I was talking about this giant wrestling community, which there is on there, which you probably talked to, but I was I had a very small. I, I don't know. I feel like I had some of those like people children. too in there. Yeah. <laughs> One of my questions was that I, the Would you rather fight a group of third graders or a bear with shark arms? <laughs> a bear with shark arms, easy. And uh, no, I went with the third graders because really? uh, I have a fear of sharks, as you know. The but don't have a fear of third graders. Yeah. And I said, I go the group of third graders as long as I don't have to lick white dog after. Um, right, which was yeah, a stepbrothers reference, but you don't that, have that in your belly. I answered that uh, in the comment, so only my answer: a group of third graders, as long as I don't have to lick white dog. <laughs> so that and Sponge Daddy took over the whole whole thing. So anything about wrestling kind of was going unnoticed. I gotta go look this up and read your it's, answers. And it's just pretty. Try to uh, I had somebody go in and organize it all after, just so we could put it out the the actual, so people couldn't mix and match the questions. It's uh, it's like Ryback Jeopardy kind of. And in the words of Ryback, Sponge Daddy. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. The, uh, so I do want to say, I brought up, I was telling you, Joe, have you heard of the Neighbors app, Ryan? Yes, yes. 
so I just got a letter from my HOA saying to join. I could join for my community right here. I was like, oh, that's actually because the neighborhood app is the other one where yes. I had to like turn off the notifications because everybody right. just like makes you way too aware of everything going on. Like and there are people, where'd you go, Ryan? I'm I'm make, I'm adjusting the brightness of the screen. Sorry. Okay. I like being Except, able to see you at all. Times. Well, you want you want right, you want dark. There we go. We back? No. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you are. I get weird when I don't see you. Um, I know, man. How do you make it through the week? I don't know. I don't even know how I'm he here. He has a picture. Day. He actually has a picture. By, I do. I by carry him. a picture. You're actually my screensaver on the phone. The uh, that's smart. Yeah, you never go away that way. Lock screen and home screen that way. No matter what setting the phone Perfect. is in, you're yeah. you're on. I'm always at hand. <laughs> so you were thinking about the the, the neighbors, neighbors app. app. So because the neighborhood app is too much. Like everyone's if there's a firework, all oh, gunshots. It's just it's madness. I was like, I can't handle this one. Um, but the neighbor app, I was like, oh, at least it's my community. I know what's going on here in the community. Then I was like, well, I don't really want my name linked up to my address on there no and uh could you just make up a name well i thought so that's what i did i made up uh ronald smith i believe uh-huh. and uh just to just <laughs> so that in case if i ever had to report anything well now they know it's you no but you the, just said ronald yeah well i could don't i went and made a real account with me because i'm not but i'm not gonna post oh okay the uh so there were no joke i do that the next day there's two people walking around the neighborhood not going to people, they're, they're just standing in the street, and uh, they were they were suspect looking, and uh, but they had badges, but they weren't. I'm like, I'm, they weren't selling anything. Okay. Um, I had to run to my townhouse to go. Like security badges, or what do you mean badges? Just badges. Like it just looked like they. And you could anyone could print a badge yeah. out, and uh, I go. I'm gonna be back in 20 minutes, anyways. Uh, I'm gonna hopefully we'll see what's going on. I come back. They're closer to my area by my house on my street. I sit in my truck. I got those windows you can't see in. Mm-hmm. And I just sit out there and I'm observing. They're going up to people's houses and they're taking notes on their phones, but they're not knocking on any doors. In which mm-hmm. it's like almost, it was very, uh, like, I mean, no, those camp. are, those are, could be people working for the HOA to look at to see if there's no, no, this, no, these were, I could 100% tell you that's not the case. Oh, yeah. okay. It was, uh, it was, it wasn't that. Cause I've seen that's actually, there's, um, those are usually families, or like there's a group of women that are, because I know from the HOA thing, and I've seen them going around taking pictures. Right. This was not that. And was this like the, the Men in Black movie, where it's Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones just kind of looking for alien leavings? Yeah, I don't know what they, it was, but they were, they weren't, there was no rhyme or reason, and they weren't going to every house either. Huh. And I watched the girl walk up to my neighbors across the street, and she's just looking around, and the way she's looking around and going back to her phone she walked all the way up to their door. And to me, they were looking like taking notes on people that had cameras or didn't have cameras. That was just what it looked like to me. But I, so I go, well, obviously, I don't know what they're doing. I go inside. Right. I come back out. I go, well, if they're selling something, they're probably come. They saw me go into my house. They'll probably come knock on the door. They don't. So I go back out there like 10 minutes later. Now they're out by my other neighbors on the side of my house. And they see me come out and they just start walking away. And I go back in, I get little guy, I go, I'm going to just go walk little guy here anyway, I have to walk him, I'm going to see what they're doing, see where else they're going. They were gone when I came back, so mm-hmm. they had to have been parked around that area. Now, I said, possible they could have been selling something, and I just, I didn't see it though, and I observed them for quite a bit. So I just simply put on there that two people, no mention of anything else, not 
no descriptions, and uh, said it's possible they're selling, could have been selling something, but I observed them doing this, taking notes, just keep an eye out, you never know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then it was just met with, like, one person was, you coward Republican. Uh, <laughs> like, it just, like, something just so unnecessary. And, and then the other one was, uh, it was something bad. And, uh, and then the other one was a thank you. And then I think there was another thank you. And I was just like, well, I'm not going to, you guys want to get robbed, get robbed. I'm like, not, I don't know. No just, one found out what they were doing? No, but, uh, well, that's why I wanted to go walking low guy to see if I could see, uh, but like, so nobody's in this community and it's gated like in the HOA people, usually they're just walking because I've seen them. They just kind of, they walk around. They don't walk up to your door. What uh, if you should have asked them, because then you would just know, and then if they were suspect, that they would scare them off. Anyway. Uh, so that was one of the options going through my head, and then I was like, no, yeah. no, I don't want them to know I live here. Sure, yeah, yeah. Because if people wouldn't get recognized or anything, I'd prefer they didn't, like, know that. Yeah. So it's, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Just try to watch out for the neighborhood, but there's negative people everywhere. You're a coward. Cowardly Republican. <laughs> I'm not even I, I just oh the guy that made the comment by the way he uh doesn't live in my neighborhood I saw oh so, really no and I made the post I thought to where only people in the neighborhood right. could see it no, I guess anybody I guess he was like he's like a mile down the road in another community and uh, I wonder if you just post random stuff it's like hey uh yeah I saw the... I saw like uh two kids in the street they look suspicious <laughs> No, okay. I, can, well, I can tell you, I'll tell you more when we're off camera. Okay. This was, this was. Coward. This was definitely something. Yeah, and the cowardly Republican. Coward. The, uh, trying to think what else here. Ryan, have you seen Generation Iron 3? You're a big weightlifting guy. Your friends like O'Hearn and Shad and all those guys down there. Down <laughs> yeah. The, you know what I just watched that I thought was amazing? Ah oh, man, I hope you agree with me. You might not. Um, I don't watch a lot of Ron, the, the Ronnie Coleman um, documentary. Yeah, yeah I, I did see that actually. You yeah, talked about it like that. a month ago, right? No, that was a long. It was, it's was been out now for for a bit. Oh, been a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was really late on it. I just saw it a few months ago. That is like so fresh in my mind. Still, damn dude, what a good movie. What a bummer. Some yeah, he's but, messed up. He's it's it's not getting it's not going to get better either because once you have yeah. those back surgeries like that, it's um damn it's downhill. But that's like, um, I feel like the Ronnie's such a good guy too. It's very endearing. But I think the one thing it's just like, I always tell people is like the whole steroid thing. It's just like it's they're so yeah. bad for you. But people will try to justify it and like, mm-hmm. it's that whole. I'm really against the whole bodybuilding organization as a whole because those guys are like wrestling promoters to me. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. profiting from all these people just killing their bodies with drugs to try to get a little bit of fame. Dude, this is. These are themes that come up in my little short film. This is so really? fitting. Yeah. yeah. The uh, just like vulturous, like predatory nature of promoters. They're all evil. Over dudes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I finally saw Icarus, the about the doping with the Russian yeah. Olympics too. No, but it's... And it's crazy how far people will go just to try to compete and win. Well, that's the whole thing with bodybuilding. That's why I'm, I'm against all that. Like, I, it's, it's not... It does not promote health and fitness at all. It's people. Dude, when I you're in the same world, well, you're more in this world than I am. I work 
privately in fitness. I train Jeff Tremaine and some other guys. Who's that? Clark Duke, as you know. Uh, Jeff Tremaine of Jackass. Uh, <laughs> I'm Gorilla Flicks, Dick House. Yeah, I'm hoping um, to have him on the podcast, actually. He, he just, his movie came out, The Dirt, The Motley Crue Story. So Great guy. I, I very much am, I value information on fitness, physiology, you know, athletics, training for the normal human, you know, non-pro You're health-oriented. Health-oriented, and a lot of the people in the Gold's Gym Venice community in the bodybuilding world and, like, the Instagram fit models, quote, you know, uh, their whole take – sorry about that. Their whole take will be, without even knowing it, they only view fitness through that bodybuilding tunnel vision. Yeah. And so even what they think is helpful that they're posting, they'll be like, this is not the right way to do this. Here's the right way to do this. I'm reading this going, sure. If you only want to live in this bodybuilding world or like, what if your client's goals are not to have giant shoulders? What if it's just to have better posture and be healthy and live like there's this giant world of fitness and what the uses are for everyone in the world. But they only see through this tunnel vision thing of like the the epitome is being on stage going like this somewhere. But that's not what most people want. Well, their whole but another thing is I found with this and like. It's, and I know this from when I was younger and letting other in, people's insecurities take over mine where I was like, I was always against drugs. And then I was like, oh, I heard my hero talking about steroids at Gold's Gym. Yep, yep. It's okay to do steroids. These people, their whole lives revolve around drugs. And, it's yeah, all, yeah, and yeah. it covers up a lot of bad habits that they have. Sure. But they, they aren't looking at these, – these people drop off very quickly usually. They're around for mm-hmm. a bit. With social media now, though, everybody's just like – because – these promoters prey on this. Everybody thinks they want to be famous until you're yep. famous and you realize, like, oh, this is meaningless. It doesn't mean anything. But it's, it's even as it's harmless. A little bit as, as a bodybuilder posting his his workout routine with his quads or whatever, and going, yeah. I'm gonna make up a, a thing. But it's like the only way to train your quads is to do sets of 25 and leg extension. Anything else, and you're wasting your time. Yeah. Um, you see that, and you're like, okay, cool. If you're you who's been doing steroids for a, over a decade and yeah. only cares about looking cool at Gold's Gym to impress Michael Hearn. Sure, maybe that specifically is your thing that works for you. However, my, my 70-year-old client who just had knee surgery doesn't want giant quads. So you tell me yeah. that is what she should be doing, right? Like, obviously not. But it, that's the other thing what I was saying is a lot of what they think they know, they don't know. It's the drugs. Sure, yeah. It's because they cover well, up also, everything. Also, you're on drugs. Yeah, yeah. It covers up everything. It's a whole <laughs> so other world. Like, you can do any workout you want all day long. You're still going to get massively eat. more results and hypertrophy and lean than anyone else. They have some of the worst diets usually. Now, this isn't to say yeah. there are others that are where they compete at the high level that their diets are in place and they're sure. doing it though to try to win and it, it's it's still wrong in my opinion. But they yeah, yeah, yeah. social media, it's just like it there's all this good and then that's the one of the bad because there's young people that are just and other not even young people that just see this and they think, oh they're doing so good. I want to do good and that's what I have to do to do good and Yep. It's like no, right. go or, have or go get a heart test and see a, how he's doing. I have to eat thirty pancakes on a Sunday and uh, chug. I mean, no offense to your donut day, you're obviously a very healthy person. I only had seven, just to be fair. And you have a cheat meal. You don't have a cheat day. Yeah, a cheat or, meal, uh, yeah. These people live cheat lives. In they a way. drink all the time, and then they take clenbuterol yeah. to cover their drinking. Like it's oh, stupid. God. I've seen there's it firsthand. But it's there's a, a pill for everything, putting a shot in for everything else, just to cover up all these other habits so they can keep living their great. Yeah cool fit person lives. His appearance jacked, of they're doing but... so good and it's just a dangerous thing. I wish people would just kind of, and it's not, people are going to choose to live their lives and do what they want, but it's just like, 
I would say if your health is your number one priority, you you can really do no wrong. I mean, you'll yeah, you'll make better great. decisions. In you remember probably people having tryouts at WWE who come in just enormous and jacked and shredded, and if they get signed, then suddenly they're forty pounds smaller, and you're like, "Oh, okay, you yeah. were just not a bunch." Of, yeah, yeah, right. There's another guy out there actually. I don't. He came into FCW. He was actually a really nice guy. Uh, he, you've probably seen him on Instagram, Kevin the Hulk Washington. He's this big, huge. He's like kind of a strong dude, but he's all gassed up really bad. He's from Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Dallas, the he, Dallas Hulk. He, he came to try. Yeah, I was there when he had his tryout. Yeah, and it was horrible. He couldn't do. Blew yep. up. Like, it was. It was probably one of the yeah. worst performances I've ever seen. And uh, I'd met somebody that said, "Yo, you know my buddy is a pro wrestler." And I was like, "I go, no, he's not. <laughs> like, it's not even. But it's just a whole other world. But like, it's just this fantasy world of like they're not even who they think they are. Like, it's dude. These these are it. such themes that are." I'm going to keep saying this to keep promoting my thing, but it just comes up so the, the, the weird self delusion in wrestling and bodybuilding that these people prey on, like yeah. promoters and other wrestlers and people running these fitness or supposed fitness physique contests and all that. Yeah. They're the shadiest people. That's what I had. I had no girls here in that, that do these and they pay to do the shows and these promoters are just making all this money and these people, they get a little trophy if anything yep and i was like Lo- these women are doing massive grand. amounts of steroids for it. oh sure yeah. and like and i'm like what do you and then you see but they're not looking at the long picture the long game of all this you know yep. in 10 15 20 years you know when your heart and you have all these other issues they are directly ask any doctor it's not these people all try to oh they're not that bad for you no they are that bad for you like they legitimately they are, are. there's yeah. it's you're not going to see anybody who does a significant amount of them live to be an old man. Like, it doesn't happen. Yeah. It's and there's in the that we have the heart doctor on here, the Thomas O'Connor, just the nice. an, the anabolic doc, and it's just he just I'm getting all these heart tests done now for myself because from having sleep apnea, from doing stuff from when I was 20 to 24 or whatever mildly, but I did some and I want to know did I myself up for. For life. I yeah. don't know. And so, but everything's checking out great so far. I got another test on May 8th, but it's uh, health. I'm telling you, it's just, I wish the Coleman DVD movie, a lot of that happened from he, the guy, the guy, his, his work ethic and everything is, it's, that's a whole other, the guy's amazing on that. Yeah. And, and human being wise, he's amazing. He never did drugs when he got into bodybuilding, but that world, he was he wasn't placing in the top, but he was on stage with these guys, and then he learned that they were doing steroids, and then he started yeah. doing drugs, and then he became, like, you could you could arguably say everything that happened to him happened because of steroids, from all the the success to all the in- injuries and whatnot. But it's, yeah, the things that is destroying your body are only possible to happen because of all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like the the amount of work he was able to do, and the amount of weights he was able to do. Was because yeah. of the drugs he was on, and if anyone that says otherwise, they're they're lying to themselves. And you're not taking anything away from him. He's a hard no. worker. He's strong. He has great genetics, but also he did a bunch of steroids. Yeah, yeah. which is and that there's yeah. a reason. And I get it, but it's a very sympathetic story. And I, mm-hmm. I wish the point of that was when they ask him, "Would you change anything?" He had an opportunity to do. I shouldn't have done steroids. That would I have wonder... been. I wonder if he did say that, and the people making the film could have like, been true. Yeah, we're, we're going to leave this out because that doesn't fit the story we're making here. Very, uh, very great point, Ryan. They, that is something that could have because he seems because like such would, an honest, nice guy. 
Because once you open that door, then you have to go, well, why isn't this movie, why aren't you asking every single one of these cameos in this movie that same question? Because the whole thing changes then, really. It becomes a thing of not doing steroids, which that wasn't what they, they wanted to paint the the picture of a champion that sacrificed his body to become a champion, essentially. But it's it's painful to watch for me because of my back stuff. That was what scared me if I had to have my five disc fused. I feel like I'm going down that road of like, Damn. That life of never being able to be physical ever again. Whereas he went with the surgeries. He's had all these screws pop out. He's had how many surgeries? I was like, I've had all these stem cell procedures, but now I'm almost all better. So it's like, we live in crazy times, but I'm really, crazy, watching man. him in pain reminded me like when I'd wake up and fall to my knees and it's bad, man. But he's, Damn. he's like working out still and everything. I don't, that is, I feel yeah, like you have to, to watch that. Him like wheeling, I mean, like pulling himself in, and like it's. Uh-huh. There comes a point though he doesn't know anything else. There comes a point where I feel like you got to like it's just cardio, like heart health, like you got to like or. Yeah, and maybe read like, a yeah. book or bird watch or like hang out with your hobby. family and like just enjoy life. Go <laughs> for a walk. Going to, stop going to the dirty gym and like remembering thirty years ago. Just like enjoy what's happening in the present. Yeah, because it's. It's still trying, but that's what happens with a lot of these. I feel like this is all ties into the drugs is people get an identity and they're yep. afraid to leave that identity because they think people are going to think less of them in a way. And it's hard to start over and find a new identity oftentimes. And you see that with a lot of like, that's what too, like a lot of pro bodybuilders will get fat when they're done is like the bigger guys because they're still big. Like big, yeah, it's yeah. a weird thing where they don't want to be smaller. And it's similar when people leave wrestling, man. They have they struggle with not they they yeah. think that there's this invisible audience around them who thinks, oh, you're that famous person. So how could they possibly do anything else ever? Because that's beneath me or you, yeah. whatever, you know. That's Strange. wrestlers that go and get regular jobs and like the you know people where they like, what are you doing? It's like well, supporting myself, paying my bills, bro. Yeah, yeah like it's <laughs> yeah, it's just like that uh, actor from the Cosby Show working at Trader yeah. Joe's. Yeah. And, and Who's that? Um, Theo? A, yeah, Theo, the guy who played Theo. Yeah. He, um, yeah. I guess one of the fans caught him working in the cashier and took a picture and kind of like said a snarky comment about like how, you know. I look at were, Theo now. Yeah, or look at Theo yeah. now and, and, and stuff like that. But then, um, but I mean, the bright side, what happened was that like, you know, he got hired to do other shows because he was supporting himself, but also still acting. You know, yeah. he was doing theater and and all that stuff. But the yeah, Cosby was, Show was how many years ago? How much did he was, realistically make? He was a young sure. guy. He was a kid. kid also, yeah. his he's he's an acting teacher. He auditions all the time and all, and he's smart to have another day job to support his life that he loves. That he know? can keep doing the other things and because yeah. nothing is free and like it's. It's just like kind of the environment and the culture that it, there's just a lot of men. Yeah, uh, Jeffrey Owens was the was yeah, the actor. Good for him, man. No, that's what you yeah. gotta you gotta do what you gotta do to support yourself. Yeah, I mean that's to. the thing though. It's it's crazy though. Like you see a lot of these actors on TV, and you all you automatically assume they're making millions of dollars, but you know like the supporting actors that or just the. Uh, just an actor in general, like a lot of times they're struggling. They're working, yeah. you know, waiters, they're waiters, bartenders, doing odd jobs just to survive because it's expensive in LA, you know, in California. Oh, no, very, yeah. You know, when I first moved here, the, the running joke was that, like, oh, sure, every waitress and every server and every waiter is an actor. Sure, you're an actor. But it's like, 
Yeah, yeah. Just because you have an acting job once every few months doesn't mean you don't have to ever work. Or yeah. maybe you don't have to, but you're also saving up money because you know it can go away at any time. Exactly. Yep. I know plenty of people who are very successful working actors who still keep a day job just because they're smart or still going to school secretly. Yeah. That's, that's not a dumb thing to make fun of. That's just a smart person. I think. They're working. I think it has to come from young people that just are, that don't know, in my opinion. It's, I mean, I think just people in general, they just don't know yeah. how the acting world or how, you know, the film just world Just life works. in the general. Yeah. There's not... Man, a lot of waiters too, though, especially in Vegas. Mm-hmm. You get a job waiting in Vegas at a nice place, you probably make more money than a yeah. lot of people in those those jobs. Yeah, just like, you know, like the, 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 nice the waitresses at the, at the clubs, the nightclubs and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, know. the girls, they make a killing out here. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're an actor, you don't really have necessarily instant benefits. And say, no. like, when you work at Trader Joe's and Starbucks, they have great, great, yeah, great benefits. That's what Tony Schiavone worked at Starbucks. He had full yeah. benefits. It's like, it's. Why would you ever be embarrassed of it? That's amazing. Uh, you're not getting that from your acting job. No wrestler has that. No wrestler <laughs> has that. <laughs> Which, speaking of, by the way, I've been very outspoken on all this, yeah. and I'm going to continue. Have you ever gotten any blowback from that? Like uh, from this? fans, but I was going to say, so I noticed when I make posts on Instagram and have WWE, if I mention anything about the whole independent contractor employee thing or anything of my experience, I get my, the Instagram shadow bans my account every time. Really? Yeah, I saw the, your posts. Saw yeah, the, the they, there was one of them. They were, I was just like three of them after, and it happened right after the WWE one, and it was just like, it, it, I know why it's happening. It's not necessarily WWE on that. Even the fans have, are just reporting you. I think people that? that don't like it report it. Yeah, yeah, it's bad, man. It's crazy how many haters it, you have, man. It's not. It's interesting that wrestling fans would not want a better life for the wrestling. Yeah, no, no it's like. like the worst hill to <laughs> die on for them. Like I don't get it. Like, yeah. It's not. Well, I think what it is is they think that like, oh, you're. Oh, no, you're I'm trying to help yeah. my friends. Yeah, like and this is real life. Like, your friends can't say anything. Anybody there can't say anything <laughs> no. at all. Yeah. Like, it's our, I, and I know from talking to different ones, and when you're there, like, what we talk about, it's like, I don't like them for what they did to me. And I'm not, and so it's like, I'm not getting anything. I'm literally not getting anything out of this. If anything, it's making it life harder. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, it's something that's worth fighting for for me, but we'll see what happens. I'm actually, they're doing a, a, a Deadspin contacted me doing a big, doing a big article on this. And then, uh, on everything and we'll be providing documents to show them mm-hmm. to match up with what I've been saying so that people I actually have proof. And can then you legally that, do that? Or can you do that? Yeah. Oh okay. It's uh I own the documents. Okay. It's uh and then we're gonna try to get me on the Rogan podcast, Joe Rogan podcast Dude, to awesome. talk about all this, which I'd have to have all my everything in order. But uh that's you know, that's who's probably outside your house walking around with badges with his little spies from Instagram trying to see your <laughs> <laughs> they're on Instagram. What, what, I love how you tie everything yeah, into this. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Severe paranoia kicking in. I know yeah. these people are from Instagram. I know it. WWE sent them. <laughs> they so, wanna, they're trying to see what your next post is going to be. So yeah, get he looks up. like he's going to post again. Guys, get ready. <laughs> Shut down his Wi-Fi. Shut it down. Uh, yeah, I don't want <laughs> Yeah, that's where the Wi-Fi issues are all coming in. Yeah. Now it's all tying together, Ryan. Yeah, Thanks. It's not your that's pool. right. Your pool, no, your pool's probably working for WWE. The pool wasn't plugged in the power outlet. That's from Cox Cable coming in. I'm plugging my damn power outlet to my... Because I remember they said, they were like, oh, if we unplug this, your Wi-Fi works better. And then I forgot, I couldn't, and the plug fell down. 
And so I'm like, I'm like, why the hell isn't my waterfall coming on? And I had to, I pulled the TAM TV out and I found the power plug was undone. So God, I gotta take a look at your, I gotta take a look at your Wi-Fi, man. Because I don't know, because like I no, have, you're not no. touching it. There's no. But I, I have no idea how is it so difficult? Because like I did it myself and I have no problems with my, with my house. Well, I have a lot of things pulling from it. That's yeah, the sure. problem. It's there's it's that's that's amazing. They're actually getting ready to come but out with a more their, powerful you're using Wi-Fi. You're their, their, their router and Wi-Fi, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's. Probably not. The worst problem is uploading videos to send out. That takes the longest time. But yeah. everything else has, has been fairly better. Now, when I when I approached Macaulay Culkin about you guys doing a show together, maybe feel them out first. Like, what do you? What do you? Maybe don't Ryback? mention all these Wi-Fi problems because that's going to be a big turnoff. No, it doesn't. But the show is completely done. We're we're good on all that end, Ryan. I'm just I'm just fooling. Don't 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 get my my hopes up like that and try to yank them down and just just. Say, hey, Macaulay, what are your thoughts on Ryback? And kind of feel it out from there. Oh, what if he's like, I hate this guy. I hate then, him. He's, <laughs> like, I hate him so bad. Then you kind of segue into something else. Well, if I ask him, what do you think about Ryback? And he goes, dude, I want to talk about Home Alone. I'll no, say, okay. here's the deal. No matter what, if he hates me, still ask him to be on the show because then every question is going to be about Home Alone if he doesn't like me. <laughs> but if he's cool with me, then we'll, do, we'll talk a little wrestling with Macaulay Colton. That'd be awesome. The... Um, not much else going on. I just the uh, I do want to say with everybody, we have the Green Apple Wake Up Unlimited Energy coming. Uh, I believe I'll have that Ooh. Wednesday. They're working nice. on new flavors: cotton candy, uh, tropical mango fra- flavor. We're Ooh. working on a Skittles flavor. Skittles. We're wow. Working on a Fruit Loop protein, and uh, cookies and cream has been on put on reorder. So we're uh, went, went out there, man. They uh, like I said to the supplement manufacturers, and they said one of the other guys that was in the meeting. He just said, he goes, anything you need, let me know. He goes, I could tell how passionate about this is. And he goes, just hearing your story. He goes, companies usually don't have a story like yours. I'm like, just doing it for the, the reasons that I'm doing it for. It's a little, um, a lot of it's like I said, it's all for profit. And like I said, I make money, obviously. But mm-hmm. it's, my margins are much smaller with all of this because my costs are a lot higher. And I got to be competitive, but. With that, we do on, on the feedmemore.com. We have a monthly special, two for one on the uh, big guy testosterone boosters. Uh, that's under monthly specials on feedmemore.com. So check that out as well. Hell yeah. But other than that, anything else, Joe? Um, yeah, I just mentioned um, Alexis. Okay, good. <laughs> no, I, I mentioned Alexis. Uh, Ryan Ale- wants to go. Like Alexis you know. Fox. Or do you want to do Ryan? You want no, to do no, 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 no. You sure? No, you're good. You're good. So Alexis actually uh, came out with a new coffee line, uh, high of high AF coffee. Actually, I'll bring a I'll bring a sample for you. Yeah, she told us about yeah, that. Yeah, I'll bring. Yeah, we just finally launched the the website. So K cups or no? No, they're they're uh, either they're like bags of uh, the grind. The grind. Okay, okay, I got beans. the I got a regular coffee. Yeah, so here. I'll bring. I'll make sure I'll bring a, a sample for you. Okay. Um, so it's uh, high highafcoffee.com. Um, you can get uh, Sumatran or Sumatran or and then the the AJ blend. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and, and Twitter, Webmaster Joe, and my website, uh, Asian.com. And then I think in the future, El- Alexis and I are going to start our own podcast. Really? Um, so we're going to... This is how you announce it? You're just kind of... Wait, or is that your way of telling me you're not going to be on the show? I'll be on Whoa, both. dude. I'll be on both. You just got high pitch. That's the clear... Oh, no, Triple H used to do that when he lied to me. We're going to probably... No, we're going to probably do it on a different day. So we're yeah. just going to... Po- we're not going to talk about wrestling. We'll probably talk about other other subjects. Well, clearly, I didn't think you were going to talk about wrestling on the show. We don't talk about wrestling with you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, but that's, uh, that's in the future. 
People just like to hear us talk about regular everyday things. Yeah. Just Joe Schmo stuff. Yeah, that's why it's called Conversation with the Big Guy. I can't believe I heard this historic, momentous thing. Just He just dropped it in there. Hey, I'm starting a big, fancy podcast. Yeah. Jeez, what, are you going to probably have Phoenix Marie on there? No, oh, we'll, we'll have you as our first guest. How about that? Okay. I'm we'll call it Bong Grips with Alexis. And have you do Bong Grips. <laughs> That'll be my, I'll do, uh, we'll do mushrooms before the show. That'll oh, be, yeah. Oh, my God. Ryan, you ever done any experimental drugs? I don't do that kind of thing, man. I'm straight laced. No, I haven't either. But I'm saying some. Sometimes you got to step out of your comfort zone yeah. just to experience life. But that is psychedelics, sir. That's a scary thing because people can have some pretty bad. Uh, yeah, but if you're around people with exp- who's experienced with it, then. What do you think Alexis Fox is going to do though? If I'm tripping out, punching holes in the wall. That yeah. little alien Martians that I'm seeing appearing <laughs> she, in front of me. She's going to use her Uber, her Uber monthly pass. Yeah. Send you home. Where I puke on myself on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I actually have, um, I have I've been listening to uh, Dr. Drew's new podcast, uh, uh, Dr. Drew After Dark. And I did uh, listen to, there's some people that like, have different reactions with like mushrooms or psychedelics. I think someone was having, was just, I think took, um, I think either Percocet or Vicodin, where they would just cry, but just no emotion. Oh wow! Um, and then I guess uh, I used to do that at WWE. Adam, Adam Ray, who's a comedian, he he was on mushrooms, and he, um, I guess, was on the dance floor with a a, a, a woman, and tried to um, pleasure him, and he thought that he. Uh, Climax, but nothing came out well, on mushrooms. Yeah, so I was just talking about Dr. Drew's um, podcast uh, with uh, you know people's reaction with uh, psychedelics and stuff like that. How they have different. I used to love uh, him with like him and, uh, and uh, Anthony. And, Is it Adam, uh, Adam Carolla? Carolla. Yeah. Adam Carolla love the, line. Uh, right? The love line. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he has, uh, he has his own it, podcast. Had a lot of questions back then yeah. about love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing is when you just laugh, Ryan, and just my stupidity. <laughs> I had a lot of questions about love. Love. Yeah, you know, I still do, man. We all do. I actually met a lovely lady. She's uh, flying in to town um, from Washington. Um, she will be in town on Friday. She has a friend here, and uh, we're going to be spending Saturday, Sunday, and then she goes back Monday. She... Oh. Uh, She's number one. She's the number one contender right now. She's um, shows a lot of promise. Yeah. Was yes. she in the uh, one of the Final Destination movies? No, she was not. It's, what you're saying? That's how this is going to end. <laughs> what? We's, we're both going to tragically die on this trip. She comes. Yeah, it's you know, if you're in one of those movies, you're kind of cursed for life. I feel. No, That's she good. was. She's not a movie. She's not in movies. She's very, very okay. nice. She's in the medical field. Beautiful blonde woman so uh we'll see what happens sorry to the female listeners out there but you had your chance you had your chance with the, with the rye man yeah 37 years sorry guys <laughs> moving on all right uh ryan you right. want to do uh plugs your plug your stuff guys i would love to plug my stuff i'm on instagram as rye rye nem nem i'm on twitter as hot young riley which is my old uh nxt name and Follow me on there if you want to keep updated on this uh, badass wrestling film we're making. We need a huge campaign. There's going to be good incentives if you contribute. Uh, starting with just signed autograph stuff from 
all the way up to becoming an official producer, actual producer on the movie credited on IMDb. You can actually be on the production team if you contribute uh, substantially enough. So that's a cool thing. Good deal. And I will, uh, everything on social media, I'll put a post out too and uh, on Instagram and Twitter, constantly retweet the stuff, everything with you. I was uh, going to have an intent to be, you could be a bouncer in the background, but you have uh, graciously volunteered to take that spot. So I'll just do it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. As long as I get to say like, shut up, stupid, or something, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's, that's all I got, Ryan. Oh, is there going to be a concern with how big you look compared to everybody else? Is the gimmick by not, the not by me. Not by my part. I will... Dolph will probably have a problem. Can you do that uh, music, uh, the movie magic where it's like The Hobbit, you know, or the... Uh, I would like, like to be standing on a box to look a lot bigger than everybody else. Yeah, Lord else. of the Rings, just make, just make uh, Ryback shorter. So I look shorter. like the mountain next to everybody. <laughs> yeah, but People we'll can bend their knees, too, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll really over... Just just need a 10-second roll, but really make it worthwhile. <laughs> yeah, we'll get more out of uh, little. Make, make less matter more. Make meaning more... All Less right. means is more. Yeah. Whatever. The... <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, man. It like, is what uh, it is. Like Honky Tonk Man always said, it is what it is. The uh, guys, check out betonline.ag, your online sport, sports book experts. Use clnsmedia.com slash Ryback. That's clnsmedia.com slash Ryback. Use promo code clns 50 for a 50% cashback bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. For all fan mail, please send to P.O. Box 752740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. Shout out to Wiretap Radio, at Wiretap Radio on Instagram, CLNS Media, the Wrestling Classic on Instagram, a wrestling historian on Instagram. Those guys are all partnered up with the show here, and they've helped out tremendously as we continue to grow. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash Ryback. Amazon merchandise for Feed Me More Nutrition, The Big Guy Ryback. Available on Amazon under Feed Me More Nutrition or The Big Guy Ryback. Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com and Amazon. Personal video shout out to cameo.com slash The Big Guy Ryback. Professional wrestling bookings, book The Big Guy at yahoo.com or showbiz at aol.com to get a hold of Bill Barron's. Check out the book, Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, available on Amazon and paperback, Audible, and Kindle formats. Fuelmeals.com, my personal meal prep service. Save 15% with discount code, TheBigGuy. Follow me on social media, TheBigGuyRyback22 on Instagram and Ryback22 on Twitter. Those will lead you to the other social media channels and YouTube.com slash channel. You guys have just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback. Bye. Feed me more. Hi, young Bradley. Yeah. 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 This is conversation with the big guy Ryback. Subscribe, like, rate, comment.